Brought to you by We Talk Podcast. Joshua Adam Lamb Arbuthnot with the futurist, the one, the only, Martin. What's up? <laughs> I like it. I like the introduction. <laughs> first time we've been doing this, me and Morton. This is the first time we haven't had Joel Johnson on this, but we've been doing this for eight years. Uh, coming into their second years of this. The picks everybody loves the most. The one, the only, Adam Diesel Powell. Hot takes left and right and center. And the workhorse just had his birthday of fresh take. Happy Kwanzaa, the senator. Yeah, I know what it is. Appreciate it. And from Global out in BC, a voice of UFV soccer and much more excellent stuff. My co-broadcaster for the CCA Nationals this year, the one and only Brett. Brett, thank you. Honored to have you back here on the pod, man. So glad to be here. Can't wait to have everyone hate my answers. <laughs> I love it. So uh, this the was returning champion. Yeah, this is true. He did win the WrestleMania draft. So uh, this uh, no, this was a crazy year in wrestling. When I was doing the sports one with Peter Klein, we were saying, I'll get quick answers of this before we get to the the main stuff. Not because we don't have enough categories to talk about. Um, when we did the sports year review, Peter Klein and I were saying how it was a very modest year in sport. It wasn't like an overwhelm. There was stuff that was cool, but it wasn't like this is an unforgettable year in sport. This was an unforgettable year in wrestling, Morton. Absolutely. There's a... Uh... From tragedy to triumph, there's a lot that happened this year that will, and a lot of it will shape the landscape for years to come in this industry. Yeah. Uh, Brett, you know, you haven't been on the pod as much, but from watching you and I having conversation, remember you and I at, at Nationals getting excited for AW, come to Calgary and just a bunch of different stuff just from watching uh, and not and being afar from the pod, kind of your thoughts on the year of wrestling in 2023. I mean, it's just so good right now. I mean, there's yeah. there's no shortage of promotions everyone's building up the talent pool is just getting ever stronger and bigger and there's just we are pretty spoiled right now wrestling there's been this year we really are uh adam your thoughts on the year i know you've been a little bit more in and out yeah it, it is really good it's really exciting but i find it hard to watch like full episodes of things a lot of the time i think that's the struggle that everyone's gonna agree with um but i'm still in it I still, I still love wrestling. I'm still excited for what, what happened this year, what's happening next year. And Senator, you've been with us the whole way this year. Like I said, the workout horse of Fresh Take, the workhorse of your wrestling podcast, and your thought on the year as a whole. Uh, products are getting better. Some are getting, to me, some are declining, some are increasing. It, it's 2024. It's going to be an interesting year. But I do disagree with you. I think there was a lot of major stuff that shook up the sports world this year. And it's, I can kind of say there's more to that than I would think in the wrestling world, to be honest. Right. Well, uh, let us get to this. And by the way, 2024 too, is going to be crazy because we're going to have four 
big fat four North American promotions with an American TV affiliate. So it's going to be very interesting, especially with some of the free agents that are still available to come. But we get it started with best on the microphone. And Brett, since it's your first time here, you get to go first. Oh, oh God. Uh, I mean, I thought about this one a little bit, but I mean, best on the mic, how is it not still CM Punk at this point? He's still pretty much, he's still the same guy he's always been. And he can always get a reaction, good or bad, out of everybody with, with what he can say on the mic. Yeah, I mean, the promo when he came back to AW, which feels like an eternity ago, he stunned with that. And promo he had in front of the troops where none of the troops got this stuff, but still one of the best on it. Uh, Adam, where are you going for best in the mic? My reason is the same. How can it not still be, but it's MJF this year? Because um, it was MJF last year, I think, for almost everybody. And this year he turned it around by becoming a face, kind of, mostly a face, yeah. and still is the best on the mic. Like, he blows everyone out of AEW, out of the water. Oh, like, it's crazy. Easily. So, I think it's well, except for Except for maybe someone. Uh, I'll go with my pick. I'm going with someone from AEW, but uh, not MJF. It's Christian Cage. To me, uh, he got the most reactions, got the heel heat. Maybe not the we'll get to the heel. Maybe he wasn't the best heel this year, but he just, you know, to be this good on the mic at this stage in your career, we always knew that Christian was good. But this year, a total 360 to where he was. He just kind of seemed one of those middle guys in AW that kind of would just be in the in the middle, kind of like what the Hardys are right now, and just be like, hey, there's the legend Christian Cage, and that's cool. It finishes few with Jungle Boy and you just move forward. He's done such an excellent job on everything he's done on the microphone to gain the heel heat to the whole father is dead thing. So that's why I'm going to go with Christian Cage. Morton? You stole my answer. Okay. I also have Christian Cage. And, and as I say, this is the first time I've ever come prepared for these. So I'm not just <laughs> stealing your answer. I actually have it written down. I can prove it to you, damn it. I love it. <laughs> no, then you're going to see my other answers. Yeah. Don't no, I don't want you to know those because then you'll steal them. I might. Oh, Christian Cage deserves his flowers. He's always been great on the mic, and it's finally time to get him. Yeah. I think I'll, I like all your answers. My answer is going to be Brian Danielson. And Ooh, I choose I like him that. because of believability and the work that he was doing on commentary, too. So if I got to look at a heel one that had to do the Black Bull Combat Club after William Regal left and ended up kind of being the mouthpiece there and his commentary work and just believability i'm going brian danielson i like that pick uh we move on we'll go right back to you Senator. we're going to announcer who do you have for best announcer um <laughs> i was gonna make a joke one but i had to add him as my worst announcer actually you know what i'm putting him as my best and my worst i i don't care what anyone tells me booker t his understanding of Suck his okay. his quack, understanding quack. of not knowing any Thing that's going on and ordering food while while commentating hey man like, the stuff with trick williams yeah give him you know what i'm giving him best and worst i'm putting okay. both of those down right now morton where are you going i just want to say on that i love nothing more than the fact that booker t weekly calls the television show and yet you get the feeling he doesn't follow the product at all yeah, it's unbelievable. He's he's took the torch from Jerry Lawler, but that's why he's the best. Ian Rigaboni is my pick, though. I, oh, I, I love that pick. Been very impressed with him this year. Yeah, Rigaboni has been really good, especially because he was just kind of 
wasn't the guy to be um, on collision at first. It was Kevin Kelly, and he kind of found his way in it. That collision, but that's a great pick, Adam. Yeah, I struggle with this one because nobody really jumped out in any way, shape, or form for me in announcing. So I just gave it to Excalibur again nice. last year. Wow. He's, he's just always so consistent and so good that no one is is topping him by doing anything crazy. Well, it's my pick, and I chose Brett and I last because we're the two that actually do announce things on here. Um, I won't be the same with Adam, but just for me, it is Excalibur because I don't think people understand a Brett will. How what he does is so impressive as far as a broadcaster, having stuff put in your ear, having to promote all these different matches, to have the knowledge that he has, to carry that product. But Jim Ross is stumbling at times, making everything work. I debated between him and Taz. I thought Taz was really good this year as well. And you know what? Since Adam did pick Excalibur, I'll pick Taz. But because uh, I thought Taz was really good. And the, and, the, and the collaboration with Excalibur and Taz has hit so well. But everything Excalibur does, it is so hard to have a producer in your ear, talk and say everything at once limit say all the matches that you got to do have all the knowledge he does he's just the best right now brett uh yeah i'm also excalibur it really a lot to what you said it's just the people who are the best at something can make it look so effortless and easy and yeah. it just it's just so seamless and it just flows and you brought up taz which i really like is their 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 game together has just been improving so much and they just work off of each other so good and it's yeah. just yeah it's x is just so great i i wonder too if with taz it's a bit of botchamania with the clips they show of excalibur and taz again i think botchamania has added to that combo as well and the signs for taz uh next up we have best uh non-wrestling performer uh i'm interested to see if i'll go with the to me it's john callus uh, i got to see callus in person in edmonton the the heat I think there's only one other person that had as much heat as him this year. We'll, and we'll get to that in best heel, but the heat for this guy and, you know, for a while, more than those, when we were doing this, we just, we were like, we're just going to call this the Paul Heyman award because Heyman got it year after year after year. And now Callis has taken that, you know, you look at that faction he's had with the Don Callis family, you know, he loses Sammy Guevara at times to just not there all the times. Then he gets Will Hobbs in. He makes whatever he needs to make work, work to get the heel, the the radiant sound kind of is like in the end of world music works so well with him getting the scab on his head this year and making it turn into something that matters. I'm going to go with Dan Callis. Uh, Morton, you seem like you're going in the same direction. I guess twice you did it to me, you bastard. <laughs> I also have Callis for everything you said. I mean, he's just tremendous. Brent, where are you going? Um, I mean, it's hard not to say Don Callis, but just for the sake of having a different answer, and for some recency bias, I'm going to go with because he's just been so good. I've just been loving what he's been adding to Swerve's character right now. And just oh, like man. a little he's bit of the goofy to go along with Swerve's seriousness. And it's just brought out such a better version of Swerve. And he's just, it's going to be such a good year. Exactly. <laughs> well, as soon as he got on it too, it, it changed everything around for Swerve. Like Swerve was already great, but then getting that extra level helped him. Uh, Adam, where are you going? Um, I thought about choosing this person, but then they had a match, I think last week, or the week before, uh, yeah, one match is fine. One match is fine. It was going to be our truth with the comeback. Like um, I'll allow it. I'll allow but, but it. I know, I'll I, allow it. No, I, I'm with Brett. I'm with Brett. It's Prince Nana. Like okay. he's, he's been amazing. Elevating Swerve's character so much. Um, he's the pick. 
Senator, are you going to yeah. break the tie or are you going to go somewhere in your own direction? I have Prince Nana. Okay, I like Prince it. Prince Nana was, was a thing. And they kept giving him bad stables to work with and just random people and all that stuff. And <laughs> you match him up with Swerve and he elevated Swerve. And now Swerve is the main event player right now, you know? So, should be. Next up is most improved. We'll go with Adam to start off, off with this one. Where are you going for most improved? Yeah, this is someone I haven't liked in the past, but this last year they really won me over. Um, and it's Dom. Dominic Mysterio had a crazy year this year. He's just dynamite. Him and him and Rhea together are like perfect. Like yeah. I think last year they kind of started it kind of kind of rolling and late last year, but this year they really kicked it in and he was awesome. Uh just to save some time, Dom's my pick as well for everything you said. Brett, where are you going? Uh, I went with Trick Williams. I thought his... That's a great pick. Yeah. Yeah, I thought his uh, coming out of Carmelo's, like, shadow and just kind of becoming his own character and giving him a little bit more of a platform. And, like, he went from, like, kind of lucking out some wins and then all of a sudden now he just gets that build and then getting those four falls in a minute. That's and the great. Iron Survivor was... I, I saw that coming and it was just... It still popped me. It was so good. He's so over with the crowd now. Whenever he comes to the main roster, it's gonna if he comes out of the rumble this year, let's just say, I hope Booker's on commentary in that <laughs> case. Because I need him, I need him with everyone going crazy in Tampa for that. Uh Senator, where are you going? Uh I'm going Dominic Mysterio for a guy that on. for a guy that we all gave up on and thought was gonna be cringe worthy, and that's no way that's Ray Mysterio's son and all the hype that he had coming, whatever. And they compared him with other people his age. And he was not the one. Judgment Day has been the best thing for him. And yeah. his character in the Judgment Day has elevated Judgment Day more than Judgment Day has elevated him. Absolutely. Morton, where are you going? Can we can we talk quickly about something here? Sure. The travesty that they're feeding him to punk at house shows right now. Yeah. And that is terrible. They're bringing punk back and then just like, having Dom lay down after all the work he put in over the last year and two year or two, man. Sadness. Well, we need it on TV too, because there's a story there. There's a Don't story. Worry, WrestleMania. Mm. WrestleMania. Uh, yeah. Morton, where are you going? One year ago, you would have said Trick Williams was a complete and total jabroni. Yeah. Now, one year later, you will say <laughs> this guy's a future superstar. Mm -hmm. That's my pick. I like it. Those are, those are the two picks I... I was also looking at maybe... Um... I, I considered, by the way, I considered putting NXT down to, as a brand, That's, though it yeah, did not know. seem right to do so. I considered it. I considered Sky Blue for her evolution. Julia Hart, I saw on a lot of people's list, I'm like, I don't think Julia Hart improved. That was that was the only thing. I think Julia Hart got she better. just got more of a push. <laughs> got more we'll of a push, there. yeah. Uh, Morton, best comeback. So here's one that's interesting. I don't think anybody else will have this one finally. Uh, you'll remember in uh, 2022, Samoa Joe was actually hurt for a good portion of it. He was filming Twisted Metal uh, two, three, probably three years ago, just before he finished in NXT. You know, he faced Karrion Cross. He looked like he was done completely. Looked like he couldn't go anymore. He had a great year. He's my pick for our best comeback. I like it. That's a great pick. Senator? Morden is Morden's a guy that remembers a lot of stuff, but as I get older, 
my memory starts to fade. So I had to, I was originally going to put down CM Punk, but I forgot that there was a bigger pop on the night and that came from one R-Truth. So my best comeback <laughs> is for R-Truth. <laughs> nice. Uh, Brett, where are you going for best comeback? Um, I went with this one pretty much just based on the return itself um, because the comeback itself has had its ups and downs. But I went with Mercedes Monet because I thought her return at Wrestle Kingdom was amazing. And I was, was very cool. I was looking. It wasn't exactly a secret. We all kind of knew it was coming. And they kind of uh, dropped the ball a little bit a couple minutes beforehand. They kind of teased that it was going to happen during the broadcast. But I didn't really care. I loved seeing her return. She had an outstanding, what, five, six months. It seemed like she locked up female wrestler of the year. And now we're like, I don't know. Now it's like that was one of the hardest picks to make. I think I'm, I'm interested in the woman pick of the year for everybody. Uh, Adam, where are you going for best comeback? Um, mine is not a wrestler per se or hasn't wrestled. Uh, it's going to be Miro's hot and flexible wife, CJ Perry, with the wow. biggest comeback of the year. I'm a big Lana fan. Totally Apparently. not misused, not under the Lana best in WWE, but missed. Lana Lana's the one. best, Lana number one. Um, love Lana and having her back is amazing. Um, I think she can do some awesome work as a valet, although she almost died like last week. So yeah, it was yeah. gnarly. Luckily yeah. she's okay. Yeah. That's that's crazy stuff. I almost lost her um, and yeah, Kenny she... Omega within just a little just a short time frame. It's crazy. Yeah. Luckily everyone's good. Yeah. Uh, but she's been great. Follow... So I love her. People that follow this podcast and everyone here it knows me well enough that I don't even think I need to say who my best comeback is. <laughs> But I will just say it because it's CM Punk uh, to the WWE because, holy crap, just, you know, rather you like him or you don't like him, the social media hits have been crazy. The merch sales have been crazy. Look at Madison Square Garden last night. That was absolutely packed the rafters. The merch sales were the highest sales for a house show in, I think it was like four years or something. It's been, so far, a, a huge comeback. We'll see where we are with Punk when we do this show next year. That That's going to be the... Uh, the big thing, but where everything is right now for the first uh, six weeks or so, it's, it was kind of what the shirt has said, hell froze over. None of us saw it come back, but I like everyone else's picks on here too. So I will go with uh, one Phil Brooks returning to the WWE. Uh, next up, we do best gimmick. I'll just go first because this might be a clean sweep, I think. I'll go to Brett after this. I'm going with Timeless Tony Storm. I This was by far like an original gimmick. A gimmick that works, a gimmick that gets over with the crowd, and they've been very smart of how they've done stuff with Luther. I'm interested to see how the Mariah May stuff works going forward with everything like that. And it took Tony, who never really had an identity, she was just kind of Tony Storm that wrestled good. And I think that's a problem with a lot of AW wrestlers. It's like, what, who, what, who are they? Oh, they're John Moxley. They wrestle, you know, or they're. Rick Baker, Rick, I guess it kind of has a gimmick. It's a bad one, but who's Sheeta? I, I don't know. She wrestles. At least Tony now has something behind her and I can identify what she's about. So time is Tony Storm. Brett? Yep, absolutely. I I was worried it was maybe a little bit of a recency bias for me, but I couldn't think of any gimmick that no that made me like laugh and made me just, and just enjoy the product as much as Timeless Tony Storm. That's why I'm interested to see if anyone... These next two, if anyone's going to go off the page, is these next two guys. So, Adam, you go first. No, I'm a huge Tony Storm fan. It's Turner yeah. Classic Movies, Timeless Tony Storm. Senator? She's great. Everything she's been doing is fantastic. It is. I was gonna and she go got to... the title back with it. And great. The I was going to go to... Pan in the butt. 
I was going to go Tony Storm, but I kind of named this gimmick. It's not actually, I don't know how to best describe it. So I'm calling it Righteous Drew McIntyre. It is the part of Drew McIntyre's mm. heel turn where he believes that he's been screwed and he's on the right side and that he's doing everything that's the locker room is supposed to be doing, but at the same time, still doing a heel turn at the same time. So like it. it, so I'm going, yeah, I kind of just named it righteous Drew McIntyre. Uh, Morton, where are you going? PBS champion, Christian cage or TNT. Sorry. TNT, not TBS. TBS <laughs> is the other one. TNT champion, Christian cage. So your father's he, dead? especially when he actually wasn't the champion and Luchasaurus was, and he was acting like he was the champion. That was the funniest, best gimmick I've seen in years. Definitely up there. Um, I couldn't really, other than that, like I couldn't really, the gimmick, inside of gimmicks is kind of trick was kind of a gimmick just because Booker made it one. But they're, they're, you're, we're really dying on gimmicks. I mean, I guess NXT has the most gimmicks. But it's not like any other than Trick is really getting over as far as the gimmick itself. NXT, the NXT needs to woman work on his women's gimmicks because like 80% of them are unbeautiful and unfabulous. Yeah. And that's like almost every woman character in NXT. Yeah. Uh Morton, we'll go back to you. Uh feud of the year. Hmm, feud of the year. Dragon off versus Dijak. Ooh, like it. That was physical as hell and really fun. That's Not a, a bad one. That's a really choice. good one. Uh, where are you going, Senator? I chose Hangman versus Swerve. That's, That's my feud of the year. Good one as well. Uh, Adam, where are you going? I'm back and forth between two, but I'm gonna do. Um, I'm gonna do Edge and Christian. Yeah. Coming back. And they kind of got yourself. thrown into like the mid card, and it was great. And it's still yeah. like they they elevated that mid card huge. He got with Nick Wayne's mom. <laughs> He's got the going on. Mama <laughs> Wayne. Uh, Brett, where are you going? Uh, Kenny Omega and Will Ospreay. That's mine too. Yeah. I just. I mean, what needs to be said about it? It was just two of the matches of the year, and the two best performers of probably the generation. And it's, it was just, it didn't disappoint at, at all. I wanted to do Trish and Lita because some of the matches were good, specifically one, but the feud itself was so inconsistent. That was the problem with it. Trish I, and I Lita or Trish and, no, Tr Trish and, and, uh, Trish and Becky, sorry. Becky, and then yeah. I wanted to, yeah. Bloodline and Sammy, I debated, but it was just so short this year. It was only really three months. So... So I couldn't go with that. Um, Brett, back to you. Best angle. Um, I went with MJF and Adam Cole's best friendship and the will they nice. won't they turn on each other. It's like just it. too bad that obviously Adam Cole's injury took him out and and ruined the payoff for whatever that was going to be. And now we're Adam. stuck with this man in the mask thing. Yeah, <laughs> that that definitely hurt. It, it ruined the payoff, but it elevated the angle a bit. A yeah, I think bit. like having like it was fun. Yeah. Uh, my angle of the year was Sammy turning on Roman Reigns because it was absolutely electrifying at the Rumble that night when he finally did it and hit Roman with the chair. 
and then it just kind of seemed it was cut and paste for the bloodline with everything after that this year at times. But when we had that first initial turn there by Sammy leading into Montreal and how exciting everything was in Montreal. And that was the first time I actually got to see a pay-per-view with Morton. And we were all like, man, are they actually going to put it on Sam? Like people really thought maybe, just maybe, they put it on Sam. And if you remember too, that that Montreal Smackdown the night before, just how crazy it was. So I'll go with uh, Sammy turning on uh, on on the bloodline, Adam. Um, this was my favorite angle, and just somebody I I won't have in any other category, and I need to get him in here. But it's Orange Cassidy as the tired champion, <laughs> I love just it. getting beat down and beat down, I and love still that. going forward. And that stupid blip with John Moxley again. We're saying fuck John yeah. Moxley a lot tonight, I guess. <laughs> um, but where where Moxley takes the title and he gets it back. But, like, if he just had that the whole time, he's a year-long champion in my eyes, and he's just been, like, running through it the whole year, and it's been great. Uh, Morton. Yeah, I also had the bromance between Cole and uh, MJF because for a several-month period, nothing consistently entertained me on television like that did, and I didn't know where they were going. And I loved that. I was intrigued. It led to a good match at uh, the pay-per-view as well. Uh, as well. Senator, take us out. I like to try choosing stuff that everybody doesn't choose. So my own is going to be Jay Uso trade to Raw. Because okay. you okay. didn't know exactly Yeet. what was going to happen, Yeet. how they were going to do build that up. And they actually had like backstage interactions that made sense. They had a lot of mixing and matching that made sense. So I'm going to go with the Jay Uso trade to Raw. It's really How about the continuity. Yes. Yeah. That, right. That's continuity on Raw. Who would have ever thought? That felt when, <laughs> you know, because SmackDown and Raw were both pretty good this year. I felt that last half of the year, Raw really took a turn with a new so trade. So I really think that was a good pick because of that, Senator, because Raw still started to really click after that trade happened. Yeah. You had some feuds that came out of it, right? So best pay per view, Senator. Okay. PLE. Um, there's a lot of them that stand out, but this one here, I connected with one because I think it was the most I've ever posted on my Instagram because of it. And two, because the crowd was amazing all night. So I am choosing WWE backlash. That's mine. Let's go. Yeah, I got, I got that in Puerto Rico. (laughs) The reason before you go, Adam, uh, because you picked it too, is it is the reason you said it? Did it have like every match was a banger? No, but I just keep on coming back to it. it the the feeling I had for that show was unforgettable. Even Zelina versus Rhea, which wasn't a great match, but the crowd being behind Zelina that whole match was great. Uh, the the main the Bad Bunny and Priest match. You know, when I saw Savio Vega, I felt like a, like that was a that was an unexpected return. We should have done that for a best comeback, Savio. I, I didn't expect, and I popped for Savio and popped for Carlito. And we'll get to maybe that Bad Bunny entrance in a bit here. But that crowd, I, I don't think I've been that hyped for a crowd. Was it match after match? Fantastic. Like maybe some of these other shows, maybe Brett or Morton will pick. No, but just the... It just felt so electrifying that night, Adam. Yeah, exactly the same. It's a crowd that can make a pay-per-view. The crowd makes a show in some instances, yeah. right? And that match, that Bad Bunny Priest match was it. The only downside for this pay-per-view is that you didn't close with that match. 
Yeah, totally bad, bad call. No, what was the close? Brock match. and Brock and Cody. It was Brock close? and Cody? I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so ridiculous and dumb because that was the match, but that that's the pay per view for me. Uh, Brett, where are you going? Um, I mean, yeah, that's a good one, but I'm j- I'm just gonna say WrestleMania. Like it was so which good one this year? Which one? I mean, night one because yeah, the payoff of the, the main event was so good. But just the whole event in general, like the triple threat match for the IC title, just big meaty men slapping meat the whole time. And just Gunther <laughs> is just like amazing. And I I wish he could be my answer for every question because Gunther's amazing. But like that was just today. such a great. Yeah. Congratulations to him and his wife, girlfriend, whatever they are. I don't know. That's a great pick. That was my backup. Uh, Morton? I had AEW Revolution just for the quality of matches. That yeah, was very good too. The uh, Hangman, Hangman Mocks, and and the Iron Man match, and the uh, Lucha Brothers, and and you know again the or Death Triangle and the Bucks, the uh, Omega. You know, just quality of the matches were unbelievable. The ROH Final Battle that I just that just happened a couple weeks ago. By the way, I gave serious consideration to. Was that? It was I heard incredible. it was good. Yeah, I heard it was good. Oh, it was incredible. incredible. That was good. Yeah. Uh, All In was also, you know, the, the cards yeah. were stacked against that. You had the stuff with Punk that happened. All Out just happened. Everyone thought it was going to not be a, an important show. And Tony had to go and do everything with Punk the night beforehand. And we thought the crowd would sabotage it. That show was unbelievable, All In. All Out was great, but All In was a, such a good show. And uh, the show in Seattle that Edge came out um, – what was the New Japan Dream or whatever it was? The October Wrestle show. Dream, the, uh... Wrestle Dream. Yeah, Wrestle Dream was really good yeah. as well. Um, yeah. All really good picks. Morton, I'm going to let you go with this one because I'm interested. Promotion of the year, Morton. For the quality of those pay-per-views, I'm still going AEW okay. because, because when you talk about all-out full gear, even the ROH pay-per-views always being good. And let's face it, that's AEW, even if it's called something else, you know, Revolution. Just the quality of the pay-per-views so consistently shows that are eight or above out of 10. I mean, it's really remarkable. Um, and the fact that they did all out and all in so close together, managed to pull both of those off amazingly. Uh, I, I, I still almost, let's put it this way. I'll, I'll say it right now. They're also my pick for worst promotion of the year. <laughs> so this is like the Bray Wyatt year. This is like Bray the Bray for Wyatt best year. and worst gimmick. Yeah, and and he deserved it. And I think and they let's not forget Senator too. has that pick coming up too. I love it. Uh, Brett, where are you going for best promotion? Uh, if you had asked me this five years ago, even two years ago, I never would have said it. But I'm going with the Dove. It was just it's been yeah. so good and consistent this year, and. Like, I love a good final boss when it comes to a championship holder, and we've got three of them right now. Four of them, actually. Like, we got Seth, Roman, Gunther, Rhea have all held yeah. those belts for coming up on a year, and it's been just, it's been great. Like, the titles have meant something again. Yeah, on your point, Tommy Dreamer was talking about this in Busted Open. He he thinks right now is the best time in WWE that he thinks it's surpassed the Attitude Era. And if you look at the matrix of stuff, I think it has. Uh, like this mania coming up, mine's WWE as well. I think Morton made a good, you know, case for AW this year. 
But you look at the matrix of everything. It's just, you know, look at the business side. The business is the best it's ever had. And I think it's just also too, the booking is so much more consistent, so much more enjoyable. And you're leading into a mania. This could be one of the best manias we've ever had because of the reason you talked about, because I don't think all of them are going to lose their championships, but you're looking at some big time matches against some big time players. So the rumble it feels like it's mattered more than it ever has of who's going to win the rumble. Is Cody going to finish the story? Is punk going to come in there? Is Gunther going to try to go for maybe an IC versus championship uh, universal championship match that we're not even preparing for. There's so many consistent questions to the champions all matter. All the championships matter at this point. You care when someone's a champion and when they're not. Even Logan with the U.S. title now, you want to see him lose because he's such a swarmy piece of shit and you want to see him lose. And elevating guys this year, even though I don't think he's a great wrestler, but guys getting elevated like L.A. Knight, someone like Chad Gable finally getting their chance. We used to come on this year in review show and we'd always complain about the people that weren't getting their pushes. And there's not as many on the main roster I can really say that about this year. It seems like... For the first time in a long time, everyone is getting a consistent opportunity to show what they can. And if they don't, it's their fault, not the Booker's fault. Adam? Yeah, I, I honestly had a tie this year, but Morton just won me over, I think. Okay. He sold me on it. It's I AEW didn't sell you, and Brett didn't sell you. No, <laughs> Morton had it. Um, AEW was it this year. Uh, WWE put their foot on the gas a bit this year to give them a push, but I think AEW still... Because the pay-per-views, every pay-per-view hit yep. on AEW. Hey, there's and that's no it. Uh, Senator, break the tie or go TNA, I guess. <laughs> I'm going WWE, NXT. but I'm going WWE, <laughs> but I want to give a shout out to Impact. Yep. Because for a company that consistently is supposed to die, whatever, may have had one of their best years in a very long time. Absolutely. Um, especially with one of their biggest signing of signing Trinity. So like that vets. the women division. Yeah. They're about to go there now. Like, I just think that they are stocking up for 2024 to have a better year, but my choice is just the one that I watch the most. So it's WWE. Uh, back to you, Senator. What's your best television show? Oh, hands down NXT. Yeah. That's your jam. You've been, Putting the foot in the gas for that one. Hands down, NXT. It is, it is the only place where you're going to get true comedic announcing. You're going to have gimmicks that you may not totally understand what's going to happen when they first come on TV, and then all of a sudden they become stars. You're, it has the most unsafe parking lot in all of wrestling, <laughs> right? Like, yeah, it is the show. So I'm going NXT. Morton, where are you going? I consider SmackDown. Um, didn't quite go with them. At the end of the day, I'm less of a promo guy and less of an angles guy. I'm a pure wrestling matches guy. And Collision gave me the best pure wrestling matches. Wow. Did not see that coming. So, yeah, Collision is my pick. Uh, Dynamite is not this Dynamite. This is the worst year Dynamite's had. It's still a good show, but worst year they've, the worst year for Dynamite quality wise. But Collision has really been consistently excellent. I did not see that pick coming. Maybe because I don't, I mean, the, for me, for Collision, I don't get a chance to watch it as much as I'd like to either. Um, Adam? Just live at the Saddle Dome. Just live, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, I agree with what Morton said. Dynamite probably at its worst year since its inception, but I still think it's Dynamite. 
it's just the one I watched the most, the one I enjoyed the most. Um, it can't be Raw. It can't be SmackDown. It's Dynamite. Brett, is it Raw or SmackDown? <laughs> you know, I thought about both, but I think that Raw's too, still too long. And SmackDown, I don't know, the Bloodline storyline has lost so much of its steam. Jimmy coming back into the Bloodline kind of, the storylines there are just a little bit weird right now for me. Um, and yeah, I just, I really like NXT right now. Like, I love Chase U. I love Dragonoff. I love just so much of what they're doing. And they're trying to come up with some innovative, they are. like, tournaments and match types. And then you've got the breakout tournament. And there's just, there's always new, fresh talent and good stuff happening. And I just want to say one last thing to that. Becky going down there helped elevate yeah. it. Or did it ever. I wish it was longer. Yeah. If you would ask, much like Brett said, if you would ask me this five years ago, I would have laughed at you. For a good chunk, maybe the first half of the year was SmackDown. That Jey Uso trade made me care about Raw in a way. I And it actually made the three hours go by faster than it had any right to do. I can't believe I'm saying the Raw was the most enjoyable show this year for me. Dynamite, <laughs> Dynamite was up there. But after that Uso trade, Raw just between having the Chad Gable stuff was interesting uh cody stuff is interesting nakamura stuff has been great everything with drew has been great the women's division has been sensational and the buildup of everything there there's just every little thing i care about what they're building up to on raw and it, there is shows still where the three hours still hits and is a little bit harder to watch i mean like for me i just watch it side by side with football half the time but i have found myself engaged with all the stories that raw is building up if you do want to go more of the pre wrestling side, I agree with more, and it's probably Dynamite or Collision. I like a good mixture of story and wrestling for mine. So I, I, this one is kind of your kind of overall preference, I would say, for a show. So I can't believe it. I will go I with I think Monday if Raw Raw wasn't, like, if Raw wasn't three hours, it would be all different for me. Definitely. Yeah. Three hours is just, I can't commit to three hours every Monday. I, I can't don't. for football, but I can't for Raw. <laughs> should I, I should put an can't asterisk. Raw. raw via PVR. <laughs> so there's an asterisk. Be real, Josh. It's because Punk is there. Uh, yeah, I mean, Punk helps, but this was before <laughs> Punk came. And did you oh, mention when sure. I did my okay. review, I didn't even okay. mention Punk as part of the reason. Um, Adam, you can go. Most <laughs> underrated. Uh, most underrated. Um. I was going to say Christian here, but it seems everybody loved Christian this year, too. So mm -hmm. he's not really underrated. Um, I'm going to say Logan Paul. He was improved last year, but I, yeah. I loved everything. He didn't do a lot this year, but he's the champ, and he's holding it well, and he had some good matches, and he was involved in a lot. Um, I, I like him in WWE, and he seems to be here to stay at least. I'll give him credit because he takes the WWE stuff seriously, and he took that South Park spoof like a champ. Like he did, if, I don't know if you guys saw the South Park spoof I didn't of him. See that. He did wow. a recreation of it already. Like he took it like a champ. Some people I've seen cry about being impersonated, Kanye, uh, on uh, South Park. But I, I thought Logan took it like a champ and wrote it the best way that he could. So, and the the Mac oh, that he the, commits to everything he does it in the cred special, the cred yes. special. Okay, that's where you're talking about. Yeah. All right. Where you where yeah, you going for most improved, Morton? Um. This is a chance to put a spotlight on somebody who you don't normally, I mean, you is totally off the radar. And that's who mine is. But I think she's fantastic. And she's in AEW. You rarely see her. Occasionally she might show up on Rampage or Collision. But Diamante, 
is mm. fantastic and a fantastic professional wrestler that you just, if she had a chance to go out there weekly and just have terrific matches, I think people would be really impressed with her. Yeah, that's a good pick. Uh, Brett, where are you going? Um, I am heading to the impact zone and I, uh, I picked speedball Mike Bailey. I think he's just... Nice. He's unbelievable, and I just I just went back earlier today and watched his match with Will Ospreay, and it's oh, just he's so unbelievable, so so and he's he is on his way to going somewhere big, and I think he's going to be a huge star in a couple of years. But he's just he's just so underrated and under the radar at TNA, and he's so good. He is, uh, Senator. Somebody, where you going? If somebody could get a hold of him and, and just increase it, it's just his look is a little bit yeah. off that to to be the biggest star that he can be. Somebody can can help him with that. He mm-hmm. can be massive. Senator, um, I am going with Giovanni Vinci. Oh, nice. I, I think they. Uh, I think as a in ring wrestler, he's really good. But this whole him not allowed to talk thing and him like losing by a lot of roll ups or him taking all the pins in Imperium matches aren't. It doesn't showcase him the way how he was starting to showcase himself when he was on the solo run in NXT. That's a good pick. Uh, I struggled with this one. You guys all gave good picks. I had Chad Gable at the start, but I'm, I think Chad kind of got his flowers this year, so I don't really think he's underrated anymore. He's finally kind of getting the flowers that uh, he deserves. Um, man. Just trying to rethink this one all now on the spot. Um, there's someone in NXT I'm trying to think about that now. Um, jeez, oh forgetting now. I'll come back to my pick in a bit. So I'm skipping and coming back. Uh, right now, though, we'll go to Adam and Best Faction. Best Faction. Um, this one seemed pretty easy for me, and I'm going to choose uh, Judgment Day was the mm-hmm. Best Faction. Um, Dom stepped it up. Everybody stepped it up. Everybody's holding gold right now. Rhea is is Judgment Day, um, if if I'm being truthful. And then Dom is a great queen of Judgment Day. Rhea is the king. And then you've got uh, yeah, tag team champs and um, a money in the bank holder. So they were they were amazing this year to watch. And our truth uh, maybe going into 2024. So bonus. I remember who mine is now. Um. It's Athena because oh yeah, because she doesn't get used the way that she should. She's kind of just and I and you know, I talked about more. They had a good show, but she's just kind of stuck in ROH right now. And this AW women's division desperately needs an infusion of something. And Athena with the feud with Billy Starks has been so good. Just overall, she has made that ROH women's title probably the most important title in the company. I dare to say that women's title means the most in the company right now. Um, so I'm, I'm going to go with Athena and yes, Adam, you're right with judgment day, uh, Brett for you for best faction. Yeah. Judgment day, hundred percent. Um, pretty much everything that Adam said, it's just, they have been so good and consistent and they've, they've been, they were carrying raw for quite a little bit there and yeah, having them kind of lose the tag team titles and then get them back kind of took a little bit of momentum away from them, but yeah, they're just at the center of everything right now. And they're really what makes what has been making Robin working lately. 
just wait till they get our truth in the in the, in the group <laughs> they permeate all storylines too they which do. is great they they're just like on the whole show like they're on there's literally show. a meme from people can interrupt it by the judgment day theme song <laughs> um uh morton yeah, this might be a clean sweep because uh, yeah i mean the whole point of a faction is to take people that are uh sort of stars or or you know stars or sort of stars kind of on that level and make them bigger every single member of judgment day is a bigger star today than they were two years ago to me that is a tremendous success senator are you going to do it are you going to finally give us our first sweep I'm going Judgment Day because uh got our first not, sweep. We did it. Not, <laughs> we did not it. just not just because because you guys just mentioned Rob, but you gotta think about Dominic Mysterio's work in, in yeah. NXT. You gotta think about when they needed to pop ratings, how they would move Judgment Day over to SmackDown to do stuff. But I am also gonna give a shout out because this was my one B to Metaphor. I think Metaphor and NXT. All right to me has been one of the most entertaining factions since once they got created and then if you look at the iron Save lash legend she was terrible survivor that you saw lash legend improvement because now she gets yeah. this work along with a coach all the time right yeah. so yeah that was my backup but it's one beef i mean judgment day for sure best wrestling theme song i'll start with this one it's bad bunny jambaya it, it only got played once but the downloads of that jumped up and just the way the whole crowd reacted that day to Bad Bunny, just unbelievable. Just how it just kind of took over the day. So I'm going with Bad Bunny, Chimbaya, Brett. I mean, that's fantastic. And I, and I love Bad Bunny, but um, I couldn't pick it just because it, for me, just because it was only once. So uh, I'm going with, I'm going with Swerve. Every time I hear Swerve's theme that's song, the I, one, yeah. I love it. It's so good. And it just, Again, adding Prince Nana to it, just giving it that extra little something, and it's just been—I hear it and I get excited. Senator, I was gonna go swerve, but no, it has to be Trick Williams for me. Trick okay. Williams. These is, are all these are all great yeah. picks. Yep. Uh, Morton, where are you going? Saturday, 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 <laughs> Saturday, 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 Saturday. That's worst. Night's all right for fighting. So. <laughs> oh God, Adam, that's your favorite. Okay, we're just ending <laughs> on that. Um, I almost picked this last year, but I and I didn't, and I'm gonna pick it this year. But it's uh Hooks Action Bronson theme, yeah, Chairman's Intent. I just love that song. Mm-hmm. I love Bronson, and and it pairs well with Hook. Um, yeah, I love it. Uh, best baby face, Adam. Best baby face. This one, uh, I struggled to find someone. There's not, I don't feel like there's very many good baby faces right now. Um, the heels are are killing it for me. Well, so the best I went baby with... faces on autopilot. That's the problem. Yeah. Um, so best baby face for me was someone who you just wanted, someone who you naturally got behind. And that was Willow Nightingale this year. Oh, that's a nice one. I love Willow. It's a good one. She good just one. like, she like everybody was behind her on everything she was doing and wanted her to to like achieve something in AEW. They kind of botched it, I think, um, with like what they could have done with her. But, but she yeah. only won a belt because Monet got hurt. 
Yeah, 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 in NJPW. Um, yeah. But then they could have snowballed that into something, that. and they they really they did. Uh, Brett? Um, so this was between two, and I think it was going to be Orange Cassidy, but in the last two hours, it changed to Eddie Kingston because him wow. in that match tonight against Brian Danielson was so good. And just the way that crowd popped and the emotion that came out of him okay. and just everybody after he won that tonight, I'm like, I literally brought up my notes app and I took out Orange Cassidy and put in Eddie's name because it's just, he's had such a good year. I have that pick. Uh, Morton? I considered Orange Cassidy. I considered Shuta Omino from uh, from New Japan. Considered Sami Zayn. And tonight, Eddie Kingston nearly won it up. Pulled wow. it away. For me, the same way. Almost did it. Because tonight, you don't get heat like that very often. In that Danielson and Kingston match. And the, the he's just so over. Such an everyman. But there's another guy who's an everyman and an underdog. The people just can't help but love. And for tragic reasons, but that's in partially, but that is Mark Briscoe. I think Mark Briscoe is the best baby face right now on the planet. It's kind of hard to pick against that now, Morton thinks. Yep. <laughs> Senator, follow that. That was a great uh, thing. I think Mark Briscoe is a great choice. Yes. Um, and anytime a tragedy happens, then the person that is the closest, as long as they're not like exploiting them, and I don't think AEW is exploiting him, which is a good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, my choice is Jay Uso. Uh, yes. I think that I think you always used to see like the crowd would come out and you know they would kind of just chant when it's like that Uso part, whatever, right? But like. Now, when you see him come out and the entrances and everybody has their hands in the air going up and down with him, and like you can actually zoom out to see the impact that that's having and the crowd actually going with him, I had to, I chose it because I didn't think his solo career would be anything at all. But he's Survivor Series was the one that kind of illuminated it for me because it was him solo in there and the crowd was really with him. So yeah, Jey Uso. Uh, you guys named a lot of baby faces I considered. Mine came down to two. Sami Zayn was 1B. 1A was Trick Williams. The way that that crowd at NXT is engaged with him, the pop he got at NXT deadline to where he is with, the, with that Dragunov match that happens at New Year's Evil. Uh, if he wins that title, the crowd is going to be... I mean, how can you not just set up for Trick versus Carmelo for the championship right now like that that seems to be the one booker played a big part of that too with the entrance the entrance is over uh so i'm going with trick williams uh next up is heel uh i'll just go really quick on this one i'm picking dom because there there is not many people that i've seen get heel heat like him maybe since vicky guerrero when he just gets in the mic and the whole crowd just absolutely has disdain and hates this man all the way from his great entrance at wrestlemania this year He's been a hard time in jail. Uh, so I'm going to go with Dom Brett. Uh, yeah, it's between him, but I picked Christian Cage. I just, Cage is, these are the two I think. On the mic. It's, it's just, it's just been unbelievable. Morton? Christian for the third time for me. Uh, the third time I picked him. He, he's just had an incredible year. Dom, they do pipe in, I've heard. Uh, they do pipe in some booze and some noise. 
for him to try and get the uh, the same type of heat Christian is getting naturally. Uh, Senator? I'm going to swerve. Ooh. I'm going to swerve. But people love him now. Yeah. Last two months, people love him. It's true, but he's still he's still technically a heel. But if we if we're not gonna go off of there, if we're not gonna go off of there, I'll give you my one B. My one B of somebody that we don't want to see anymore because we have no idea what his character is, Joe Gacy. Well, that's a good yeah, That's really good. Yeah, what the hell is he? What is the rock's daughter? <laughs> She is part GM, I guess. Now I have no clue. Like, yeah, making matches. So weird. <laughs> uh, Adam. Yeah, I'll tie it back up as Dom for me okay. for all the things I said before. But Cage was super close second. Uh, best catchphrase. Um, Yeet. It's mine. <laughs> Brett. Um, I have one written down, but I'm gonna change it because it's been. It makes me laugh every single... It was about to be, yeah, but instead I'm going to go with Adam! <laughs> Roddy Strong. Every time I hear Roddy Strong, just scream Adam's <laughs> name. Or now it's been Samoa or Renee. It's just it's just become such a gimmick. I love it. Uh, Morton? I just have to say, Uncleishness this last week, he did a new thing where he comes to the ring and, and says, hey, Hugh, what's your name? And the guy in the audience goes, Kevin. He goes, Kevin! Do you think MJF is the devil? And he goes, no. Well, then you're stupid. He did it like three times to three people. <laughs> over it was awesome. Uh, <laughs> anyways, I got, uh, he didn't say it for very long, but I loved it. Name is Orange Cassidy, and I don't have a catchphrase. That's a good one. That's a good one. Uh, Senator? Uh, I got to give this guy some shine, so uh, Mellow don't miss. Mellow don't I think miss. it's a... Simple one, but effective. And uh, Adam? Since I can't do shush two years in a row, because that was excellent last year. You can, Thank because you. Maxine, Maxine <laughs> no. does it now. Maxine does it now. I, I can't do it. It's chin up, tits out, and watch for the shoe. That's pretty good. Yeah. That's that's, that's my favorite one. <laughs> uh, yes. That's a very good one. Uh, Adam, I'll come back to you. Breakout star next year. Um, I know you, you think this should be like the best female of the year, but, uh, it's going to be Jade Cargill for breakout star of the year. <laughs> there you know, she had, she's Carol. had a breakout. She's already the biggest star in, in, from AEW, but now she's got a chance to go and skyrocket in WWE. So she's going to kill it this year. Yeah. And that's fine. That's part of the, well, that's like, for me, my, my pick was mm -hmm. swerve. Like I, I look at it as you are on the precipice to be a super duper star. And so Jade, would agree with you, has the chance to become a super duper star. And that's where I look at Swerve right now. I don't like the decision that happened tonight, personally, because I don't think John Moxley really needs that shit. Swerve needs that. You have a, a chance with Swerve right now. He has a chance to be a super duper star. And he's got great Keith crossover appeal. Sorry? You get the Keith Lee match, though. I mean, that's just as big. The the crowd popped oh, like yeah. crazy when that was announced. Yeah. I didn't see that. <laughs> but I, 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 he, he has a chance to be the biggest, like maybe the biggest crossover star in this in this company because apparently MJF got cropped the fuck out of Iron Claw, so um, I'm going with. Swerve, no, he's in right? it. 
very he's an iron cough he's an iron cough he's there is is he as good as the rick flair he's he's there you see him that's it that's all i can say brad Brad and more in in center have you guys seen what this rick flair guy is for iron claw no no it's so bad don't just watch the movie and we'll talk about it after (laughs) (laughs) just see the movie you got to see it in context brett who are you going for um okay well i got two uh i'm gonna just rip rip them off quickly uh lexus king he's gonna have a big year in in nxt and uh also thea hale i think once chase you inevitably falls apart i think thea hale is gonna become like the scrappy underdog baby face and she's gonna be a champion in nxt or maybe even on the main roster I really like that. How old is she again? 19, 20? 20. 19, 20. yeah. 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 yeah I like she all just... the development they've had with her. Yeah. Uh, Senator? Uh, yeah. I'm going to choose two. I am choosing Lola Vice. And I'm also choosing Tiffany Stratton on the main roster. There you go. That's a good one. Morton? Okay, so we haven't done a lot of uh, New Japan, hasn't been getting a lot of attention from us on this podcast lately. There's a guy there that probably has the most charisma since Nakamura, and they're kind of doing this thing where they have all the recently um, graduated young lines fighting to see who's going to be the guy who's the next guy, and it should be Yoda Suji. And so Yoda Suji is my pick. You, this is a guy you, you comes along rarely, Put the rock on him, strap it on him, let him take off. Does he have a? Excuse my arrogance. Uh, does he have a Wrestle Kingdom match? Um, you know, I off the top of my head, I can't remember where on the card he is. I think he's in a multi man, if yes. I remember correctly. Um, classic multi man. Yeah, I mean, it, there's so many matches. I mean, it's a five hour event. Yeah, <laughs> so many matches. So, so I, I can't remember who he's facing, but uh, he is on the show. Uh, Martin, you get to go right back. Shocker of the year. Adam Copeland showed up in AEW after looking like he would net one year ago. If you had said to me, Edge is not is gonna wrestle someplace other than yeah. WWE. Like I, I would have I would have looked at you like you were nuts. But it happened. So okay. that was a shocker. Senator. Uh Punk's return. Yeah, that's my. Uh, it was it was rumored, you just never actually really want to believe. You didn't actually believe it was going to happen. So, uh, Brett, Jay Uso pinning Roman Reigns. Ooh, like that one. <laughs> that was a shocker. And uh, Adam, I went a different direction with this one. Um, shocker was Bray Wyatt. Oh mm. yeah, yeah. That was the the biggest shock of the year for me and the saddest thing. Um, just like a huge surprise out of nowhere that just devastated a lot. Yeah. I was on a radio call. My phone was going absolutely berserk. I was like, what is going on? And you died. It's like, who died? I'm like, oh, shit. Okay. This sucks. Rookie of the year. I'll start off with this one. Uh, I'm going with Lola Vice. What was your shocker? Did you do one? Oh, my shocker. Yeah, punk. Puck coming back to WWE. Not, yeah, downplay it. Not that shocking. Uh, yeah, that's punk. I'm trying to move the show along. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go Lola Vice for Rookie of the Year, Brett. Me too. Yeah. Uh, Senator, you going the same way? 
I'm going Kalani Jordan. Ooh, I like that one. That was my other choice. Kalani was good. Very good. They're in good hands with two talented women there. I was sure I wanted to pick Santino's daughter, but I couldn't. I think she did some stuff last year, so I couldn't do it. But I love Santino's daughter. Uh, Morton? He's been wrestling for a while, but by our rules, he only got in the national spot like this year. And that's no, the point. rule is no, because I said beforehand, he have to wrestle this year. This has to be your first year in wrestling. Oh, I thought you said her first year on TV. No, wrestling. But then Lola Vice. Okay. <laughs> Adam. Adam. I got a different one because I don't watch I don't watch NXT. Um Maxine Dupree is my rookie of the year. Yeah, she wrestled for the first time this year. I'll allow it. Yep. She's been around for a bit, but she wrestled for the first time this year. And she's just anytime she's more of a better personality than a wrestler, obviously. But her personality she, is great. She impressed her ballet is great. She can she can wrestle too, but her personality and her charisma is what gets her over for sure. She's great. Absolutely. I mean, she impressed the hell out of me though in the ring. She was great. Um, Senator Booker of the Year. Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels. HBK. Uh, if you watch NXT, I think he might be probably the most consistent Booker from January to December. And the paper and the PLEs have felt like PLEs when yeah. they started going back doing them. So, Morton, yeah, yeah, that was my pick too. I have Shawn Michaels as Booker of the Year. I think he's earned it. Definitely has Brett. Um, I mean, it's a close one. I'll go with his. Uh, I'll go with his best friend of me. I'll go with Triple H. That's my pick as well. I'm going with Hunter as well, and I think you and I kind of agree just the way that he's made so many things match sean has too but just the way they both have gone uh adam you're gonna tie have a tiebreaker or go somewhere else yeah tiebreaker uh i'm gonna pick triple h um but i also have him as worst booker of the year so i love these both i love these doubles we gotta mix i'll explain why later yeah okay uh moment of the year uh again i i absolutely was obsessed with this bad bunny's entrance it's you know it's the clip you just keep on kind of coming back to and you still can't believe it when you see it and just how you engage an entire country with statistically the biggest pop star in the world i know people think it's taylor but it statistically by album sales and everything all the matrix of downloads and everything like that it is still technically bad bunny so i'm going bad bunny's entrance brett uh sammy zane's entrance in montreal Ooh, that's a good one that's a really good one. Um, Morton? Um, in front of 70 to 80,000 people, having that long match, go to a draw, Broadway, and MGF saying, we're not doing five more minutes. We're doing as, as long as we need in fucking Wembley Stadium and the pop. You know, to me, that was a great moment. That was very good. Senator? I have the Bad Bunny entrance, but but I also want to give a shout out to the formation of the tag team, the hug, when Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn finally hugged in the That's ring. That's a good one, too. That's <laughs> a very good one, too. And Adam? Adam? Um... 
<laughs> you can do that every time. Yeah. My moment was on Botchamania is where I saw it. And it was uh, Will Ospreay <laughs> showing off his tattoo of the oh, wrong yeah. attendance numbers <laughs> at Wembley Stadium. <laughs> was the greatest moment of the year. That was Amazing. That's one of the best picks we've had in the history of this. That is phenomenal. It was so good. <laughs> it was so that good. is phenomenal. And because of that, Adam, you get to go next for match of the year. <laughs> I get to go next. It's um, I think it's a second. It was the second match. The page swerve. Um, what was it? The, the no holds barred, Texas, Texas death. rattlesnake death, death match. Whatever it was. Um, that yeah, match just blew me away. Yeah. Second one. That was the second match in their feud. Yeah, it was the second one. Yeah, yeah. Brent, um, and week. and a big surprise that they let Swerve win. I thought it was going to go to a third oh, yeah. match. Um, but I'm I'm that kind of made me believe they were going to like give uh give a bit of a boost to Swerve, and they have, but not as much as I'd hope. But that match was amazing. That match just was like everything this year. It was wild. Uh, Brett, where are you going? That's that's close. That's my number two, but uh, well, I guess number three. But uh, Will Osprey versus Kenny Omega from Wrestle Kingdom, and then their second one is my number two. So those two just stole the show for me this year. Uh, Morn. Yeah, I got uh, Osprey versus Omega one from Wrestle Kingdom as well. Uh, I think it's we had talked about it at the time, and we were like, not match of the year, match of the decade, and. It's going to be tough to beat. Senator? Y'all gave that match a lot of love. That was the lit one that I had written down. So I'm going to go a different way. And I'm going to go with the Trish-Becky cage I match. Someone gave that some love. And that's going to be, that's going to be my own. Man, I, um, I struggle with this. I went back and forth with this one. Um, Will and Kenny was phenomenal but that swerve and page mat really sat with me and i went back and forth and back and forth but at the end of the day what will and kenny did i don't know that was just phenomenal i i mean and knowing what kenny's health is and knowing the craziness that will does i don't even know if we'll get a chance to see them in the ring ever again together who knows like at the same time so i will go with will and kenny but man that was uh I did not think anything was going to come close to taking out um, that for me. And that swerve and page match came razor sharp close to it. Uh, next up, best tag team, Morton. FTR. Yeah, it's mine too. Uh, you know, I mean, I wish it, I, I wish I could be more original, but they'd have earned it again. For most of the year, they were tag champions. And you just look at the quality of the matches. I mean, just crazy good. Senator. Creed Brothers. Creed Brothers. I like that one. I just nice. I just think there's a lot of matches that they've had, especially the one with uh what were they called in we know them as grizzled young vets, but what were they called again? The, the, the dyad. dyad. The dyad, right? Yeah. Um and I just I just like that I just like that match and I like what the push that they're getting on Raw right now. So uh Adam. Um, I'm going to go with Cole and MJF. I just cool. love them together. Um, I don't, maybe the matches weren't there compared to all the other ones you guys picked, but like they were just so much fun to watch. I just loved it. 
And Brett, who you got? Yeah, FTR. Just their body of work this year was just ridiculous. And we'll swing it back to you, Brett. You get the honor of picking the female wrestler of the year first. Uh, it's hard not to pick Rhea Ripley because she has so much momentum. But I feel like in these last few months, she just hasn't really defended the title much. She hasn't really yeah. defended it against strong opponents. Um, and EO Sky just had such a solid year. Ooh. And she really kind of came out of, again, she kind of like Trick came out of the shadow of Bailey and just ended up winning Money in the Bank and just had a really solid year. And she had that spot in War Games that I loved. And yeah, that she's my pick. <laughs> Senator. Uh, I'm going to go with Becky for helping ele- elevate the NXT uh, championship, the storyline that they're building up. She's actually kind of makes Nia, uh, what's her name? Nia Jax seem yeah, somewhat relevant right now. I care about that feud for some reason. Um, and then my 1B was Julia. Nice. Uh, Morton. I really believe Athena has had the best in-ring year of anybody. Probably she not. headlined two ROH pay-per-views. And people talk about her work on the ROH TV weekly as being terrific. And her match with Willow Nightingale was one of the best matches of the year. But unfortunately, she did it in a vacuum. Whereas Becky Lynch also had a great in-ring year and did it and feels like a bigger star this year than she did to me than she did one year ago. So I'm going with Becky Razor Thin over Athena. Uh, Before I get to add, I want Becky too. Uh, The way that she propelled NXT, the match with Tiff was great. The match with Trish was great. She really seemed to have a great second half of the year. And Amenia, she had a good match as well with Bianca. Uh, Becky just took her game to another level this year. It kind of seems like she's poised to have a feud with Rhea coming up here. Adam? She only wrestled once. At the beginning. No, she She had a bunch of matches. She only wrestled once. You can't pick Jade. No. She had a bunch of matches. Um, I'm sure she had more. But anyways, I'm not going to pick Jade. It's Rhea Ripley. Rhea Ripley had the best year. Brad was close with it. Um, it, even though her matches maybe floundered a little bit towards the end of the year here, anytime she's on TV, she's electric and she's everywhere too. She was in the punk debut. She was like, she was involved in everything this year. Like she was just there. So she, and she was great anytime she's on TV. Uh, Adam, you get to lead off with the best male wrestler. Um, yeah, this is a really hard one for sure, but I'm going to go with Gunther this year. Wow. Yeah, Gunther had the most consistent the guys... year, and I think everybody's going to be fine with that pick. Um, and yep. I think he was great this year, everything he did. I think there's like three guys, so and that was one of the three guys. Uh, Senator? Yeah, to me it was a ring general, just because he, he wasn't even on a bunch of PLEs, but he made the Raw after the PLEs feel as big as the PLEs. So, yeah, give me, give me Gunther. Morton? Um, uh, for me, it's Will Ospreay, and it's the best year probably since AJ all those years ago won it uh, just in an Indiana sweep when we were doing the awards here. Um, what was that, like 2016, I think? Yeah. Something like that. Um, best year since then. I, match was a speedball, two with Omega, two best matches of the G1. Um, he had a match with somebody from Noah. I can't remember the name, but it's free on YouTube. It's like 31 minutes. It's Vito Kata finally. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just 
nobody he's he's been on the cusp like two or three in the world for me for like five years finally he's broken through and proven to be the best guy there is I mean, we talked, Osprey's my pick too, before we get to Brett, Osprey's my pick too. We, we talked about it in our free agency picks. MGF wasn't the free agent. It was Osprey. Like whoever landed Osprey was the big winner because he is the undeniable, like, he's the best wrestler in the world and there's a gap. All respect to Gunther's and Seth Rollins and all the other, there's, there's, there's a gap. He is, to me, he might even be the best combat athlete there is right now. All respect to guys in UFC and to boxing. Will Ospreay gets in a match, and it's big time. It matters who he faces. Even the Jericho match was good. Um, and it's funny that we had Jericho as our wrestler of the year last year. Now we have – now we're both – I just want you to direction. slow it down. I just want you to slow it down. Don't, don't say he's the best combat wrestler uh, – combat fighter. Just keep it within wrestling. Yeah, I had him <laughs> as my best combat wrestling. sport uh, athlete this year. And he is. Just he's keep it within wrestling. In, in wrestling, though, there's, there's no 1B. To me, it's – it's Will Ospreay. It's everybody else, Brett. Yeah, it, the uh, level is massive. The drop off yeah. to him. Yeah, uh, it's it's Will Ospreay. Like I love Gunther so much. He's my favorite wrestler, but I think right now there's just no denying Will Ospreay is the best in the world for everything that you guys said, and also his match versus Zack Saber Jr. was also incredible. Just to throw in another pl- person he had an amazing match with this last year. Yeah. Absolutely phenomenal. Biggest story of the year, Morton. Honestly, it's probably the Endeavor WWE combination. That's, you know, that's what I did. I did TKO. It's the biggest, but it didn't mean the most to me. No. The story that hit me the most and is the most dramatic to me was the people we lost this year, uh, specifically yeah, um, okay. Jay Briscoe and, and and Bray Wyatt, but even the others that we lost, some legends like uh, Terry Funk and you know, superstar Billy Graham, just, just some, that to me hit me hardest and is, you know, I'll remember that and care more about that than I will about Endeavor and WWE. I'm going to co-sign your pick. Uh, Senator. Yep. Me too. Okay. Brent's going to go with that one too. Yeah. I co-sign both of those. Um, Cause I think the Bray White hit me the most. Yeah. The, the TKO founding was the biggest one um but i also want to put just the thing of the possibility of wwe like raw ending up on warner brothers i think that has kind of changed all the stuff because that kind of changes it could potentially change how like the tv stuff is but to me the biggest thing is the TKO and the Bray Wyatt. Uh, Adam? That may be the biggest story next year. Yeah. Warner Brothers will just merge with USA and it'll just go back to USA. So it doesn't (laughs) matter. They'll just merge with everyone. Um, The biggest story of the year. Warner Brothers Discovery merging with with, um, Paramount? uh, Yeah, Paramount. Yeah. CBS. Yeah. That's what I mean. They just merge with everyone. Yeah. I don't care as long as I get more content in my streaming. <laughs> more content. <laughs> more content. We're actually going to be getting. We're actually going to be getting less because of the strike. So, yeah. Uh, Adam. Uh, the biggest story of the year was just punk. Overall, this is true. There were so many <laughs> yep. punk things this year. 
like from the the second fight to the firing to the comeback to like all this stuff it was just this was everybody talking about punk all year every month absolutely well there's the best of uh now we come to my favorite part the worst of now we get to the assholes i love it adam who's the worst on the mic worst on the mic only because i'm not gonna pick her for worst female um wrestler because but i wanted to but it's ronda rousey yeah it always has been and it always will be (laughs) Terrible. I co-signed that. I co-signed. Yeah, that. it's Ronda Rousey. Absolutely. Yeah. So I actually remember, remember when she went to Reign of Honor and everyone's like, "Cool, I don't give a shit." <laughs> Worst on the mic for me was Shotzi. Oh. When you had her in the ring with those other, You're with those wrong, three other women, but, uh, that was. No, nah, I couldn't. I feel like the Stephen A. Smith yeah. thing. There's like, we're not Ron, but be nice. I, uh, for the second year in a row, have to go with Ivy Nile. She's just <laughs> in the ring performing. She's She's got something, but her lack of charisma and delivery when she's doing a promo is it's the worst I've seen in years. It's the definition of just reading the script and just yes. going right off. Yeah. Not bad. Um, let's see who hasn't gone yet. Um, we need so Adam. You you went. I mean, no, Brett. Who do you have for worst? On the mic. On the mic. Oh yeah, Ronda Rousey. Oh yeah, you picked Ronda as well. Yeah. Um, did I do everyone? Morton, did I do you? Yeah. Yeah, you did. You did everyone but yourself, I think. Oh, I'm picking Ronda as well. I said Ronda. Uh, Morton, most underutilized performer. Keith Lee. Come on. Oh, I mean, they're finally I, giving I, him a I, little... I co-sign that as well. I mean, it's, they're finally giving him a little bit here with Swerve and finally pulling the trigger on this. For most of the years, like, he's been invisible. And this guy's awesome. Brad loves yes, him. he is. They don't get it. Uh, Adam? That's a really good pick. Why didn't I pick it? I love that. Pick. Not changing mine. I'm not changing mine. Uh, <laughs> mine is CJ Perry. Need more CJ Perry. She came back and it didn't really do anything. You don't like she's her kind being of been a, around another cuck angle, but but now she's kind of doing the Andrade stuff. So finally, they're giving her something. But maybe it's because of of uh, her schedule and stuff and other things. But like, I think they could have used her more. Uh, so just uh, more. When you say you want TV. more CJ Perry. What I don't want is her wearing more clothes. She wears almost nothing, and that's okay with me. Yeah, that's I never okay. said that. I didn't say more clothes. I said more no. CJ Perry. Exactly. <laughs> Brett, please. Um, well, I can I mean shout out to Brett Baker as my one B, but uh Willow Nightingale, no, I think sh- I think yeah. Willow should be like the top, if not one of the top stars in AEW's women's division. And I think that the fact Willow's not is is a travesty. I think she should be. A great pick. I thought and when then... she won the Owen, I thought she was gonna take off. I thought they were gonna Me too. Just do something with her. They didn't. Uh I'll keep mine kind of simple. I chose Hook. Hook I yeah. think That's a good one. I think by now that they were gonna use him a lot more and it's sporadically. Uh mine was Rio. I, I like the Keith the one, but then I remembered Keith Rio. Every once in a while there's like, hey, yeah, we, we have Rio. Here's a running. Remember? She exists, and then she just disappears. She's awesome too. 
Yeah. It's uh, what you talked about. Nobody has a gimmick. It's just like she's just Rio and she just comes and it's like, okay, she's, she's you small. can have a good match, but she's, give me something. She's the cute school schoolgirl kind of, like sort of that's her gimmick, but you know. Yeah, it's not enough. It's not Maki Ito. It's not, it's not, much, enough. not much behind it, no. Uh Brett, who had the worst gimmick? Um, well, it went from she went from the worst gimmick to the best gimmick, and it's the entire outcasts. I did not enjoy the outcast storyline at all. I thought it was a bad gimmick, just trying to play off the NWO with the the spray paint and just yeah. it was just not going anywhere. And it was just an excuse to get these six person tag matches because they weren't doing anything with the women's division. That's a good pick. Uh Adam. Mine is Uncle Howdy. Oh, yeah. Because we're never yeah. going to find out what that was. Maybe it was going to be the best gimmick ever, but where it sits now, it was terrible. It did nothing. It wasn't good. wasn't good. I don't think it was going to be something good in the end. I don't think they had a good plan for it. I think it just was. Morton? Oh, no, I already picked, didn't I? No. No? Worst gimmick. Oh, oh Julia Hart. Sorry. Um yeah, I'm I'm not a fan of Julia Hart's gimmick. Again, if 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 a good gimmick is your real personality turned up to ten, I don't buy this dark witch Julia Hart gimmick. I can uh, I can I, that. I knew that was going to be his pick. We did, we we shouldn't even ask. <laughs> yeah, I mean, said, yeah, yeah. Um, my own is Eddie Thorne being upset that Dijak was whipping the tree. That led to a match. Okay, so, so I told you that NXT universe. That's a great you one. Ne- you never know what you're gonna get. That's a great one, man. I don't even know if I can top that. Uh, mine's also Julia Hart. I just don't get it. I just don't get it at all. Uh, worst non-wrestler. Oh, I've been waiting for this one. This is my favorite pick of the year. My worst non-wrestler is Tony Khan. That's a good one. Because yeah, every yeah. everything he does, whatever he's on Twitter or on screen is so annoying. I got to go to two live shows for him and he's just the most annoying person. Like, where are Calgary? And it's great. And it's stampede. And it's going to be a good show. And then we got Ring of Honor. So you need to stay for Ring of Honor. And it's going to be really good. And we love Calgary. It's a stampede. And we got the old heart classic. And it's going to be good. All right, everyone. Have a good time. Bye. <laughs> Calm down, Tony. It's an incredibly dead on impression. Mm-hmm. I mean, the clip that's going around right now, too, is when he gave the belt to Giannis. And he's like, oh. And then just all this stuff when they had the NXT feud on social was just we, we did a whole pot on it it was just so embarrassing like just being the sorest loser of the stuff and like oh seen an undertaker haven't been in a show under a million it was like dude come on like people like your show you have a good show just take the l and move on it's not that big of a deal but he's he's one of the most and then i'm sorry my life was in danger is the most embarrassing line i've ever heard anyone say in my entire life I laughed out loud when I heard that line. That. He legitimately felt that way. I mean, we maybe he there. did, but that was the most embarrassing yeah, line there. I've ever heard in my life. Like, come on, man. That shit was embarrassing. So it's Tony Khan. Sounds like victim blaming. Adam? 
Uh, mine was so close to being an actual wrestler this year, um, but they are non-wrestler, and it was Shane McMahon. Came back, <laughs> almost had a match. This close to having a match, and got injured, and then had to get carted out. And nobody asked for him to show up at all, anyways. No. So no, it's Shane no. McMahon, non-wrestler of the year. I forgot that was that. best moment of the year. I that was I I want to go back and change my pick. Best moment of the year was when he <laughs> suffered that injury. Uh Senator. Man. All right. I had one written down, and then <laughs> when uh Josh was talking, I changed my answer. So I'll tell you what I had written down. It was Nick Wayne's mom. Um but what Damn. I changed it to is Rick Knox. I hate Rick <laughs> Knox when he's a referee. It is. That's it, good. It might be. Like, I've never seen so many people get away with stuff that should be a disqualification right in front of a referee's face that's never called. So Rick thing. Knox is my is my non-wrestler of the year. Worst yeah. non-wrestler of the year. I love it. Um... Morton. So I seriously considered worst non-wrestler of the year to be Roman Reigns. I thought about it. Unfortunately, <laughs> barely, barely he's had a match. Uh, so, you know, it is Shayna Wayne. She's seriously terrible. Nick, not Nick Wayne's mom? Nick Wayne's mom, Mama Wayne, Shayna Wayne, whatever you want to call her. Yeah, she's bad. The fact that how we good gonna have is and he can make it work with that and still make it work. That's how good Christian is. Um, Brett, where are you going? Um, I kind of feel bad about this answer because he's he's decent enough at what he does, but any wrestler who has been paired with Stokely Hathaway has immediately oh. had any momentum they have <laughs> killed. That's very true. He is the manager where your careers go to die in AEW. Uh well, worst feud of the year, Brett. Worst feud of the year. Uh, this is you're gonna start seeing this promotion a little bit more for me. Uh, Tyrus versus EC3 from Let's NWA. It, it's time. <laughs> you're gonna see a lot of NWA in my worst. Oh yes, we are. <laughs> yep, it was really, really bad. And Tyrus, I'm sure, will be coming up a lot soon. Uh, Morton, we waited years, anticipated for this feud. Finally, we got Shayna versus Ronda. And it was rushed. And then it had that match, which we'll get to again later. That's my worst feud of the year. It was bad. It was really bad. Um, Senator. Oh, man, you guys are doing some great ones. I'm going to tell you what I had written down and what I changed it to. So what I have written down is Carlito versus San, uh, Santos Escobar because what feud? because what, feud? what happened there? What feud? My first time on a PLE forever. Yeah. Nope. Nope. But I changed it to Dijak versus Eddie Thorne because it all started because of whipping a tree. Okay. <laughs> Man, you got something against Eddie Thorne. No, I have tree. something against this tree being whipped is the reason why <laughs> this is why there's a huge feud. Adam, so. It is one of the worst reasons for a feud to have started. <laughs> in, I can ever think of it. It's up there. 
um, because this is the player haters ball and we get to hate, 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 it's, uh, it's Jay versus Roman. Yeah. I hated that feud yep. because there's, well, the ending was everyone's stupid. like, Oh, is, is Jay going to be the guy to dethrone Roman? And it's like, no, in no world <laughs> is Jay Uso going to dethrone Roman. Why even have this feud? Why even get to this point? It was terrible. It was awful. I didn't want to see it. I hated every moment of it. Good picks. My worst feud is Tony Khan versus his phone and a camera. Because every time he comes on it, he looks like a jackass. That's a that's a great feud right there. Not gonna lie. Next up, worst angle, Brett. Uh, worst angle was uh, the MJF versus Jay White match, where all of a sudden he gets taken out. Oh, and yeah. then they're like, yeah, you're not clear to wrestle, but Adam Cole, he can wrestle. <laughs> and then they're like willing to let the bell ring and they're trying to stop MJF from coming <laughs> down the ramp, even though Adam's in the center of the ring on a crutch. Like none of that made any sense. It was no. the stupidest thing. That's a great pick. Uh, Morton? Terrific pick. Morton? Good oh, pick. sorry. Um <laughs> Yeah, so I had the the obvious James Mitchell doing cocaine on the pay per view. Yeah, yeah, as one does. <laughs> like I say, the the part that really gets me isn't that the, he was doing cocaine on the pay per view. He probably uh, you put a camera on James Mitchell. It's probably a fifty fifty chance at any point in time that he is doing cocaine. It was the announcers going, boy, that's a party I'd like to be in that made me go, oh, you guys are so <laughs> the announcers were like, I was like, I'd love to be doing that too. Oh, so bad. <laughs> so bad. I might have to come back to that one in a bit. Uh, Adam. Uh, my worst angle this year is the entire, everything having to do with the inaugural world heavyweight WWE title. The tournament, the winners of the tournament being AJ Styles and Seth Rollins, boring as picks ever to like elevate somebody and having this title and then crowning the winner in a Saudi show. Everything about that whole thing was just awful. That was really bad. Yeah. Um, who do we got? Uh, Senator. I don't know if this is considered an angle, but... Because I didn't, I couldn't include this in my feud. I'm going to include this in my angle of the year, and it is Tony Khan versus special announcements on live TV. Um, <laughs> it is there is only so much special announcements that we can get that don't deliver. So that's my angle of the year. Worst angle. Of Tony Khan versus special <laughs> announcements. Man, I really wish I could wait one coming. He's, they've said there's a new belt coming to ROH, so another one is going to happen. Uh, my <laughs> worst wait. angle of the year, and rack your brains to remember this one. I'm d- digging deep. QTV. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. This shit was so bad. It, it derailed Will Hobbs. I don't even... Is John Morrison, he's in ROH now, I think? He's in ROH. Johnny TV. Yeah. You had the terrible yeah. Haley Cameron... Against the acclaimed rap feud when she was like kind of spitting, but I think it, it had to be another rapper. But it was like actually she's not actually bad. And I was like, oh, she actually Haley Cameron actually seems okay. And they had something going with her in the acclaimed. But this whole QTV thing was so bad. It derailed Will Hobbs. It didn't do anything for anybody. It was it was atrocious. Well, at least QT Marshall's gone. 
Yes, it is. Um, Brett, that's the silver lining. Where's pay per view? Um, I mean, you know, it was such a good year for pay per views. Like so many of them delivered. Um, if I was going to go with a major network, I would probably say Crown Jewel, and like that wasn't even that bad of a show. No. Um, but I mean, NWA's seventy fifth anniversary show is, I mean, it's horrendous. <laughs> Yeah. You do NWA 75th? Yeah. I like it. Uh Senator. Um yeah, there was a lot of good pay-per-views. For me, I didn't watch a lot of them outside of WWE like NXT or AEW unfortunately. It's just I didn't have the time to do it, so I had to choose which one was the worst out of those three for me. So I'm going to choose uh Fastlane. Um, yeah, it was I kind think of boring. kind of the only real thing that anyone really got from that was the post interview after the post um, press conference when Cody, when Jay Uso was really drunk and Cody was there, that kind of overshadowed the entire pay-per-view to tell you the amazing. truth. So, so I'm going to go with that as kind of like my worst one for the year. Okay. Uh, so, uh, Morton, where are you going? Well, when you have Roman Reigns versus LA Knight, in a main event on you've lost me and so that's that crown jewel show is Saudi show that that's my pick yeah that's fair uh, adam where are you going yeah it's always the same pay-per-view for me every single year but now we get two because they did two saudi shows this year i mean it has nothing to do with the quality of wrestling or whatever it's obviously crown jewel if we have to pick one but night champions and crown jewel two shows and hey the hall of fame is, or whatever is going to be there now oh god the physical hall of fame that's so sad uh i'm gonna go with brett and pick the nwa 75 it was absolute dog shit uh speaking of nwa <laughs> where's promotion nwa for me yep. Brett, sounds like the same for you yep uh same adam. here same me too Senator, same for morton adam you gonna clean sweep us no i don't really know enough about it to say it's All you worst. need to know I'm sure is it's terrible. Tyrus. I've seen Fox what News I've seen. It's terrible. And the cocaine, um, and they almost lost CW deal. Like, <laughs> it's just, it's, it's the fucking worst. But I still like Billy Corrigan. Oh yeah, no one's saying anything about Billy Corrigan. It's about Tyrus so, and everybody else. Just well, we haven't. But I don't that. know any of that, so I just still like Billy Corrigan. So I'm going to say Ring of Honor. I like. It just feels like it's faltering. It's not doing anything. It's not separating enough from AW, but then it's not. It needs to separate more. Like I don't know. It's weird. I, I I'm not liking it. That's when we go to it's, what. What the, what they should be doing is, they should be doing a more mainstream show with AEW, and have their more hardcore, profanity filled, edgy show be, ROH. That's mm-hmm. what they should be doing. Yeah, I think they don't have the resources yeah, or something to run both separately that they just have to kind of lump them it, it feels yeah, very exactly. differentiate them that on. way or something you know yeah yeah um next up is the worst tv show and um it's gonna go nwa power it was that yeah. a rampage it, it's, it's kind of what adam was like rampage i just couldn't do it because it seems like there's still really good matches in it, especially at the end of the year seem like aw's like fuck it we'll just Throw in really in- interesting, weird matches for people to enjoy. And the, the Edmonton show I went to, Rampage was one of the more fun parts. So 
Much as I want to give it to Rampage for not being at anything show, the match are still really good. NWA is still NWA. The only good part about it is that Mojabari's there. Um, um, I don't know if this is act- if I can use this one, so you guys tell me yes or no. But to me, the worst TV show is Battle of the Belts. Yeah, I count that. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a good one. Yeah. Good. I just feel like they're pointless. Like, yeah. Uh, Morn, where are you going? I recently watched an episode of MLW Fusion. Mm-hmm. Every now and then I give MLW a shot. It was just so sad. So sad. There's so much talent there. I, I know there is, but it's just sad. Um, Brent, where are you going? But Matt Riddle. It's, it's NWA for sure. But... Yeah, it's NWA power. Yeah. Adam? I'm still going to say Raw. It's too long. I just can't watch it. I can see clips on it, but it's not the show. I, I don't want to be sitting down for three hours watching this show. Uh, most overrated is next, and we were just talking about this, and I couldn't agree with you more. I don't think Morton's going to like this pick, but it's John Moxley. I'm just, I'm over it. It's the same shit over time, bleeding all over my screen. He's a grid wrestler. He's a good promo. He's a very talented guy. I'm just over it. He, I just don't want to see him on my TV anymore. I'm just over it. He bleeds every single match. He gives good matches, good, good promos, all that, but I'm just sick of him seeing him on my TV all the time and doing the same thing over and over again. I'm going to go with John Moxley. Adam? It's funny that the three that I was leaning towards were all S.H.I.E.L.D. members <laughs> this year. And uh, I think you know I think you know from my last year um, hatred for this person. It's going to be Roman Reigns. Seth was second for me. It's Roman Reigns this year and always and forever and for the last 10 years. He's been the most overrated and the worst, and I hate him. And he's awful. He needs to he needs to give up the title and just like let somebody else do something. Yeah, like it's stupid. Hey, it's hey, so hey, boring. Hey, 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 Brett. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go with someone a little off the board just because I don't understand why this person has a title and why they're in the position they are. But Big Bill, why is he a yeah. tag team champion right now? <laughs> like. I get that they kind of played into the whole him and Ricky. They're not friends. They don't know anything about each other, but it's just, he doesn't, he's big. That's his whole gimmick. That's all he's ever been is I'm tall. And I <laughs> don't get big it. And he's a named bill. Um, Morton. <laughs> his popularity. So incredibly. Well, you know, I mean, his popularity is through oh, the roof, but his skill level it. is at everything. Is so bad. Yeah, LA Knight. It's yeah. LA Knight. He doesn't deserve popularity and the success he's having <laughs> based on his ability. Yeah. I've been saying, I've been preaching this all year. Yeah. And Adam he was ahead of this. Too. Adam was ahead of the curve on this. I didn't I did yes, not understand was. any of the love this guy was getting. It was cheap pops. It was cheap attitude era like gimmick that was like, oh, I'm a ripoff of all these cool people you used to like. And it's like, that's lame. And then he wrestles and you're like, ah. Yeah, pretty much. Terrible. Right. Which one? I, I think. Oh, you've been I think sure. Yeah, Sarah, I think it's just me. Bad. I think Big it's just bell. me. Yeah. Um, mine is not a wrestler. Uh, mine is the friendship of the Young Bucks. It is the most Ooh. overrated thing because how many <laughs> feuds has started because they used to be friends. They're not friends anymore. <laughs> like, 
that is i like that straight yeah that's good uh we're six degrees of young bucks we're broadcaster i've done this now three years in a row and it pains me it's jim ross he's just not good anymore he doesn't have it anymore just take it put him in the back in a consultant role but he's not good on the broadcast please take him off air was Freddie Mercury alive? <laughs> you spilled my beer. <laughs> I think I already told you what my worst broadcaster was. Suck a duck. It was yeah. Booker T. But <laughs> I also need to add because there's somebody tied with him for me, and that's uh, Kevin Patrick. Is oh. that his name? Yeah. So you know what's so weird about Kevin Patrick? Did you see his MLS highlights? He's so much better on MLS. I, mean, I love called, him on MLS. He's amazing. For, right? Or whatever Atlanta FC is, and he's yeah. so good for Atlanta. It, it's it makes no sense. So those are my two: Booker T tied with Kevin Patrick. Brett, um, I mean, me personally, I hate the obnoxious heel commentators who like cut off everybody and just oh, yeah. like scream and cheer for people. So as much as I love him, I'm picking Nigel McGuinness because he. I, I think he's fantastic, but I don't love what they're doing with him. I hate what they're doing with him right now. I think he should be doing something that's just not being just super obnoxious and just like screaming over Excalibur and whoever he's accommodating with the whole time. You, you didn't, you don't like him calling Brian Danielson a clam digger. Come on, that's great. <laughs> how about the, how about two weeks ago when they, when they had him on, on camera and he had a shirt on saying save the clams and he had this huge grin on his face. <laughs> it was just, come on. Uh, Morton. All right. Yeah. Um, you guys want to talk about black hole charisma. A couple times during the G1, Chase Owens did oh, color yeah. commentary. Bad. You bad. cannot imagine just how bad and how boring. <laughs> it's like if Ivy Nile unscripted. Another dig at Ivy. Calling a match. <laughs> it was brutal. Um, and uh, Adam. Yeah, I'm with you on JR. I feel bad doing it because yeah. I love the guy, but yeah, no. Uh, next up, this is this is the meanest award I have. Please retire. Oh, I'll uh, start. Pump. I'll. Sorry, I already. I just went. <laughs> Senator, you Oh, please retire, Hardy boys. Get out of here. I'm Ooh, done with you. It. Get up. Move. Go. Like. I love that one actually, um, Morton. Yeah, CM Punk. Did I not mention CM Punk? I thought you were joking. CM Punk is go away heat with me. I'm done with the dude. I'm right. just done with him. I'm less likely to watch Raw than ever because that guy's on it. No comment. Uh, Adam? Yeah, I had the same as the Senator. I had Hardy Boys. I, I, I do have a caveat, though, from wrestling. Get them out of wrestling. They could have a backstage role. They could have management roles. They could have valet roles. But they tried no that more with wrestling. Matt, and it was all really bad. If I think they could still do something, but like no more wrestling for either of them, please. Uh, Brett, where are you going? Um, well, I mean, he's he's not really active as a wrestler, but he's still showing up on my TV, and I don't know why anymore. And it's it's Ric Flair. I just oh, I don't know why AW brought him back. <laughs> like, and I'm so afraid they're gonna have a like geriatric Ric Flair wrestling sting in his last match just because he's Tony Khan. Like, I'm so scared it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Mine's Soraya. I like just that. I, I don't enjoy her wrestling. 
she has go away heat with me. She's not good on the microphone anymore. And I, and I'm still worried about her neck personally for her. And I, I didn't like her winning it all out. I thought that was the wrong decision at all out. Um, she's just not enjoyable to watch. Like she came back and it was like, yeah, didn't really need you to come back. So I'm going with Soraya. Um, Morden, most discussed, disgusting promotional tactic. So I had, uh, the signing of Ric Flair is this. That was my so, two. You know, that was my two. I mean, that is, you signed this dude after the, you know, dark side allegations that came out that we all pretty much know are true. And, and then you're promoting his drink and he's, he's, and you're, you're justified <laughs> by saying, well, he's essentially paying for himself. I don't care. You're putting him on TV, giving him a mic in front of an audience and just brutal. That, I, I co-signed that with Ric Flair. I, it, it made me less want to watch AW and a little bit less excited about Sting's retirement. I'm, I'm excited for Sting's retirement, but everything he had and then the, the obviously the, the promo that he cut on Rampage that was really gross as well. Um, Adam. Um, worst promotion, promotional tactic is pretending that AEW Fight Forever is a good video game. <laughs> <laughs> and spending so much time and energy on this thing I've still never played it because as soon as it came out, oh. it was like, what is Pass. this? I don't want it anymore. But I was so excited for it. It was on and, both our yeah. pop culture, most anticipated lists. Yeah. And I haven't even, I haven't even thought about trying it because it no. just looked so terrible and has just fallen yeah. through the cracks of everything. I love that pick. Uh, Senator. Uh, Y'all already mentioned it, but my, my part of it is, more than brought it up was Tony Khan's explanation of why of the payments for Ric Flair. I think that was more disgusting than actually just signing him, trying to make it, trying to justify it as they are the they are paying us. And also on behalf of Adam, I will continue to say this: the young bucks pretending to be sneakerheads. Those <laughs> those are two two horrible co-sign tactics. Uh, cosine, cosine. Uh, just for something different, I will go with. Um, I'm I'm sick of these matches being like sponsored. So the Mountain Dew Pitch Black match was just so <laughs> fucking stupid. And I hated it. And then like they did another one too. I think it was the one Cinematous with the uh, Mysterios. Yeah. yeah. And then like I think they had the War Games match. The women's the advantage was based on a Ruffles.com poll or something like that. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? But if we didn't have the Mountain Dew Pitch Black Night, we wouldn't have got Cody in the presser being like, guys, I gotta be honest, it's good. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. Also, was if we funny. didn't get the, the Ruffles promotion, we wouldn't have had the return of our truth. It's true. That's true. This is mm-hmm. true. This is true. Uh, worst theme song, Adam. Worst theme song, um, and it's the person who I had the best theme song last year because I knew they were going to lose their theme song, and it's Jungle Boy mm-hmm. with his Beethoven theme. Is it made out of real glass? Because his theme was so good. His theme was so good, and it was like the most over theme in AW, probably. And then they're losing the Jungle Boy, and now we're calling him Jack Perry, and it's like, don't this theme isn't working. It's not uh, doing it. Morton? It just, it just occurred to me that Jack, the CM Punk is back on my TV well before Jack Barry. Mm-hmm. Like, I just, I just <laughs> like, that's crazy. Um, it, last year, I gave it to AEW Dynamite, and uh, 
They haven't changed it, so it will be the <laughs> AEW Dynamite. I love how AEW got your best <laughs> and worst. Mm-hmm. Well, the, the AEW, Two shows. yeah, they did. They, <laughs> Collision is a great one, and then this is just some guy <laughs> screaming at me. Some guy can't sing screaming at me. I, I, it'll, until they get rid of that damn awful music, it's going to win. Uh, Senator? Um, I have written down Nia Jack new theme song oh, yeah, it's horrible but i am gonna go with the remake of johnny gargano's oh yeah one i yeah. think that was horrible so i'm gonna go with That's johnny gargano pick uh brett uh i'm going with logan paul's it's just super generic general rock and there's nothing to it and for like the guy having as much money as he does and as many connections it's unbelievable he hasn't like created his own theme song with like a top artist yet how has that not happened yeah i'm a little bit surprised by that one as well um i too um just to be different saria her boyfriend google it ronnie radke stand-up guy yeah i just like to say google it the fact that they're still using that kind of goes as just as bad the flare thing is um worst baby face brett cm punk i mean the, like the world is just clamoring for him to be a heel i feel like so yes. many people if he's gonna be in and when he had that ricky starks feud i couldn't believe they turned ricky that made no sense to me for him to be the heel on that no made no sense uh senator yeah i may have to agree i may have to agree because I have written down Rhea Ripley because she gets cheered more than anything else. <laughs> and she's supposed to be a heel. But uh wouldn't that be uh, worst heel then? Oh, I have one for worst heel. Don't worry. <laughs> worst <laughs> worst heel. Uh, but yeah, no, I'm gonna go with CM Punk. I'm gonna agree with Brett on that one. Uh Morton. That's who I had too. I have written down CM Punk. For months, this guy was pushed as a baby face while getting booed out of the building. And stubbornly was pissed off about it. You know, that's a bad baby face. Adam? Yep. Punk, check, have a sign. All right. How can I go against the crowd in this one? I do, I do agree with the side of <laughs> I will pick punk. And I and I do agree with the sense of he's just dying to be a heel. Even even the stuff in WWE of like being home and all that bullshit that, that I do think is bullshit. It just seems like it's just dying to have that evil heel CM Punk that we all know he's much better at as well. So I will I will pick Punk for that. Um, Senator, you said you had a really good heel. Let's hear it. Worst heel. But, so what I had written down was Jungle Boy, right? Um, yeah. But I am changing it to Street Profits and Bobby Lashley because oh. they keep trying to make him heel and all they do is just get cheered more every time they're pushing him as a heel. <laughs> so Street Profits and Bobby Lashley. A good one, Adam. That's a good one. Um, I had a member of the Judgment Day on this, even though I love Judgment Day, and it's Finn Balor. I just don't buy Finn Balor as a heel very much. He's a he is a babyface always and forever should be kind of yeah. in my mind, and I just don't. He's just not doing it the same as everyone else in the in the faction in the camp. Morton. Julia Hart, because I think she's badly miscast in the gimmick, so <laughs> I think she's badly, badly miscast as a heel. Brett? Um, 
but just Baron Corbin. I mean, he's had a better year, but I still, I still, I will, I will never get on board with Baron Corbin. Man, why kick a guy when he's down? <laughs> that was his old gimmick for like three months. It's just getting kicked while he's down. Uh, I agree with Morton, Julie Hart. I'm spooky, so I'm a heel. Ooh. I don't, I don't buy it. Uh, worst uh, faction, uh, Brent. Bobby Lash and his Street Profits. <laughs> I don't know what they're supposed to be. Senator, you I think they could be that? great, and I think they will. I think they could be. They could be. No, they're they're gonna get there. They're gonna get there. I think they don't actually know exactly where. I I kind of like the fact that they called up Humberto and Angel Garza to go with Santos Escobar to do a feud with them. I think that'll be good. But my worst faction, hell no, I'm not gonna go with Bobby Lashley and Street Profits. I am going with. The schism because you have oh, Joe Gacy, yes. you have <laughs> the Rock's daughter, and then you had the Dyads who ended up leaving, who were supposed to leave a lot earlier because they asked for the uh, release, did not get granted it, then actually got to win a match, then leave. Made no sense. So the schism. <laughs> That's a good pick. Uh, Morton? I got the elite. Um, not that I don't think that they're awesome. Wow. I think they're awesome. And, and they had some good you stuff that. this year. Well, they had some good stuff this year, but they also, this is also the worst year they've had. Yeah. You know, having some good stuff isn't good enough. When you're the elite, you're expected to have elite level stuff, elite level matches and angles and everything. And just look at the momentum that the Bucks have at the end of this year. And I just go, it's just the worst year for them. And so it's not that they're not great. It's that they didn't have a great year. Uh, Adam? Yeah, the elite, they're super boring to watch. I have no interest in anything going on with them anymore. Not that I really did in the beginning, but I'm like even further down. I originally had QTV again because I just thought, what what is this? <laughs> so stupid. But you talked me into the elite just because just the same kind of gimmick over and over again. It goes to the pick two of like, we're friends. We're not friends. We're friends. We're not friends. It's like a bad sitcom at times now. Like there's no, no reason for me to really care about what they do. There's no continuity with stuff. The Bucks are jerks. They're not jerks. Adam Page is mad at them. He's not mad at them. Uh, Morton, worst catchphrase. Okay. If you're not Booker T, if you're Booker T, you can make this work. But if you're anybody else, just think about it. Think about it. Shucky ducky quack quack. <laughs> That's the best. Hey, come on now. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Suck it, ducky. By the way, I, I saw this thing today that I don't know if you saw Tyler Tyrese Halliburton, uh the Pacers game. Booker showed up with uh uh Charmel. And Tyrese Halliburton said that Booker T has a chance to be the new Shannon Sharp. And so for those that, Adam, you may not get this reference. I think the others will. Shannon Sharp just kind of goes everywhere. And now they call him Uncle Shannon because everyone just loves Shannon Sharp. He's a former tight end, Adam. Uh, and Tyrese Halliburton says Booker T has that opportunity to be that for a lot of athletes as well. Because there's there's a side of you love him, you hate him, you just kind of know what he is. And he's just good mm -hmm. with everybody, though. Uh, Senator, where are you going for worst catchphrase? All right. I thought in the very beginning that this was all right, but the more that it's being used is the more that I'm starting to hate it. And it's supposed to come from your baby face and it is a simple one. So 
what do you want to talk about? Huh. <laughs> okay. In the very beginning, it got, it got, it was cool. I think now he needs to change it up. Not Ron. Uh, Adam. The worst catchphrase of the year is yeet. Oh. It's 2023. That is a slang that nobody uses anymore. And they are unironically using it as like a, a fun and exciting and get everyone behind him thing. Like it doesn't work. I don't know why anybody says it. The Usos are just cringy in my mind. And yeet doesn't do it. It was the press I, conference that got me over. I think we all know what we're getting you for your birthday this year. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> a yeet tea? Uh, Brett? Yeah, it's like 2016. <laughs> I mean, Morton and Adam took both my answers. Um, so I'm gonna, I'll, I'll go with Shucky Ducky Quack Quack because I just, it, it's the weirdest thing I've ever heard in my life. Mine is from Chris Jericho. He's been trying to get this over for three years and it just doesn't work. It's GFY. He's trying to get, he keeps on trying to get this GFY, get the fuck out. She tries to get it over. Like every year he tries to get it over and it doesn't work. Just stop it, Jericho. It's not going to work. Wouldn't it be go fuck yourself? Yeah, that's, that's what it is. is. Thank that's you. Thank you. Go fuck yourself. Uh, it, it never works. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> uh, worst booker of the year. Brett, I'll let you have the honors in this one. It's Billy Corgan. Smashing yeah. pumpkins. That's my pick as well. <laughs> He Might booked well. himself into a Disney World spot, though, didn't he? To do Smashing Pumpkins? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Senator, who's your worst booker? Because I refuse to watch the show anymore, it has to be P Billy Corgan. Like... Uh, Morton, where are you going? Yeah, I had the same. I had the same. So, so uh, Do we have a sweep? Do we have a sweep, please? Come on. I don't think we have it. No, Adam? no sweep. No sweep. I already said Triple said. H was my best yeah. and worst. Oh, um, yeah, that's right. Triple H is my worst because of Roman Reigns. Because mm. of still having Roman Reigns as the champion, that just trumps everything that you do and because it's your main event. It's your big title. It's everything that the company stands for, and it's just so bad. And he's not losing for the foreseeable future. He can't. Like, there's no way. It's just a bad booking yourself into a corner situation. Morton, worst wrestling match of the year. <laughs> Shayna versus Ronda at SummerSlam. Oh, Damn. Damn, that was... That's one of the worst matches that I can ever recall watching. Yeah, it was bad. And because Ronda's bad. It was bad. That they tried to roll around and do this shoot stuff, work shoot stuff, and nobody cared. And it just was slow and sloppy and awful. Uh, Adam. Worst match of the year? Yep. It was the pitch black. It was the pitch black Mountain Dew match. Yeah, and I feel yeah. bad saying it. But it's part of the reason because it's, it's Bray's last match. And that's just so sad that that's the way you have to kind of go out. Yeah. And uh, to throw LA, LA Knight in there as in a worst. He gets a worst something. Senator? This, you you both brought up some really good matches. I'm going to bring up a match that was only 2 minutes and 12 seconds. I had to really look up how long this match was, and it was still the worst match of the year, and that was Ivy Nile versus Ava Rain for Ava Rain's in-ring debut. <laughs> that was unbearable. Hey, sorry, what was it again? 
Ivy Nile versus Ava Rain. Oh, yeah, that was bad. And Ava was really bad in that match. Uh, Brett? Uh, Jeff Jarrett versus Jeff Hardy, Texas Chainsaw <laughs> Massacre Death Match. Oh. <laughs> I mean, it... it it 100% is Shayna and Ronda. That is by far the worst match, but that one I'm giving a special shout out. <laughs> See, you guys forgot about the worst match of the year. It is from NXT, the Great American Bash. It is Baron Corbin versus Gable Stevenson. Oh. Oh, that was a nightmare. That yeah. was an absolute nightmare. Not as bad as Ronda and Shayna, it's, it's the, it, it made them realize that Gable was not the guy. It was the one, one of the few matches where the crowd's like, fuck this guy. He's a piece of shit. We'll cheer for Baron Corbin because we hate this guy so much. Pretty yeah, remarkable but, stuff. Yeah, but the crowd doesn't know what they want. Um, what Vince told you a long time ago. The crowd never knows. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Classic uh, well, Senator, who was the worst tag team of 2023? All right. There's a lot of tag teams to choose from on this one here. But honestly... I'm t- I'm not taking away from their in ring, but DIY. Mm. They have they get no cheers coming out anymore. Like if you remember DIY in its heyday, that's DIY versus the revival, all that type of stuff. And them coming together now has not been good. That's a very good pick. Um Adam. Uh, I'm going to go with the fake sneakerheads, the, the young bucks, buckaroos. There's been nothing interesting to watch. I've never been a fan of them. And this year was just even more so of just same old, same old for yeah. me. Uh, Morton. The righteous. Um, <laughs> they tried to make them look like a serious threat to take the tag titles from uh, MJF. Then he beat them two on one. Uh, you know, and <laughs> yeah, the whole snapping the fingers thing could maybe get over, but it doesn't because something's just off with the act. And uh, yeah, the righteous for me. Uh, Brent, where are you going? Um, I'm going with the most recent uh, WWE just hitting randomize on their 2K game to come up with a tag team for the women's division, and that's Natalia and Tegan Knox. Because <laughs> like there's no reason they should have been together. It was this weird, like, oh, I'll be your mentor because you beat me. Yeah, you gotta learn from the boat. <laughs> <laughs> the boat. Oh, that was uh, bad. That's a bad catchphrase. <laughs> uh, I'm going, these are all those are all great picks. I'm going with the Hardies because who gives a shit anymore? Yeah. Like they're just they're a shell of themselves. Like, remember when Edge and Christian came there and we're like, oh, we're all so excited for maybe a, 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 a TLC match. I'm like, I, I'd rather see the Dudleys. And Bully Ray had some bad stuff. Bully Ray got unscathed, by the way, because Bully Ray had a match over a podcast this year with him and Tommy Dreamer. He got he got away with some stuff Bully Ray did. But at least the Dudleys can still go. I, I think Devon, well, Devon looked okay the, at the reunion. The Hardys are just... Get off my TV. I have no interest in anything you do. Jeff is a is a shell of himself. Matt's annoying. Hardy's. And um, when you don't get a push, then why would you ever care? Exactly. And they're not getting a push, you know? And they should Yeah, so be <clears throat> be leaders in the locker room then, because that's what you're supposed to be at this point. Um Morton, your worst female of the year. I think I know where you're going. 
Gee, um, I know Nia Jax Russell, so by rule, don't I have to pick her? She but was actually okay, it's though. Still, it's still Ronda. Come on. It's Ronda. Just, it's Ronda. It's Ronda. That's my pick. Actually, no, that's not my pick. Nah, I'll come back. Senator. Ava. Ava Rain? Ava Rain. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she was bad. She was real bad. Adam? Well, I had Rhonda up there. Um, I toyed with Charlotte for a while just because I hate her. Um, she's <laughs> She has go-away heat for me. Um, I toyed with Britt just because of her downfall this year. was just yeah. so, so lame. But the worst female wrestler of the year is Chris Statlander. And it's because she is the one that had dethroned Jade Cargill this year <laughs> in the most disappointing moment in AEW history. Um, and then has done nothing of, of any sort of impact. So, worst. Chris Statlander. Brett? Brett? Uh, Senator totally jogged my memory. And Ava Rain, 100%, <laughs> is the worst. Uh, I'm going with Soraya. Get off my TV. Shocking. It's really annoying. <laughs> I'm just over it. I'm done. Uh, Brett, worst male wrestler. Oh, it's, it's the Funkasaurus himself. It's Tyrus. It's gotta <laughs> be. Yeah. It's a great pick. Uh, Senator. Because I haven't watched any NWA, like, Tyrus is always going to be oh, my worst wrestler. Like, it doesn't it doesn't matter, but from people that I've watched, um, I know Brett, you said he's gonna have a big year next year, but this year was not the year. He had really good promos going going into it until he ended up wrestling a match and it fell so flat, and that is Lexus King. Wow. <laughs> uh Adam, I, like that. I like that pick too. Um, well, second year in a row, potentially, I think, for this one. Um, longest reigning worst male wrestler in my review, uh, Roman Reigns. Uh, this man wrestled seven times on television, and you're the universal champion. Five title defenses in 12 months. Plus, you just have, like, nothing going for you in terms of charisma anymore. It's all just, like, bland as hell. Hasn't Terrible. Maxine wrestled more than him this year? She might have. She might have. He had a he had a couple house shows, so maybe we give Cena him one almost a month. beat him. Cena almost beat yeah. him. Yeah, I think he might have twelve matches if you count house shows, but seven televised matches in twelve months, and you're the champion, champion of all champions. Terrible. Morton? Seven and how many of those were title defenses? Like how many of those were five tag team? That's two five two or tags. Five title defenses, two tag matches. Maxine yeah. Dupree has had six matches this wow. year. On TV? Wow. On TV. Go Maxine. Killing it. Killing How many were title defenses? Who? For All Maxine of them. didn't have a title defense. <laughs> <laughs> All of them. Morton, who's your worst? Um, the about... next boat. <laughs> I thought about uh, L.A. Knight. I thought about Austin Theory. But the truth is, the worst guy, Sutton Singh. 
Like, come on. <laughs> He's been around for three years, other than being seven foot six or whatever the hell he is. He does nothing. Like, that guy, he was, you try and hide him in tag team matches. You can't hide awful. You just can't. And that guy's terrible. He'll never be anything. And, and, yeah, he just resigned with AW. Still employed. For me? Uh, he just resigned with AW, too. I just don't get it. I think I'm making history here for the first time ever going from best wrestler of the year to worst wrestler of the year. My worst wrestler of the year is Chris Jericho. Just everything. It's not, not bad in ring, but everything he touches turns to shit. He just couldn't get anything over everything he touched completely. It was just a completely forgettable year with Jericho to the point. I, I debated putting him in a please retire this year because everything was just so forced to the annoying stuff he does on Twitter as well. Not uh, knowing to stop him. People have the January 6th stuff right there from his wife. They hit him on every single time. Uh, he, he was just... What, can you tell me one thing Chris Jericho did that was memorable outside of the Will Ospreay carried him in the match? It, it just... He was not the worst... Announcing Kenny Omega is injured. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and that promo, that promo against Bill, Bill, Big Bill and Ricky clinched it because... Kenny shouldn't have been in that ring that day because of the diverted teculitis and everything was going on. But Jericho was so bad in that segment. So bad. Mm-hmm. And everything he touched was just absolutely turned to shit all year. So last year he was my wrestler of the year. This year he's my worst wrestler of the year, Chris Jericho. And there we go. Before we get out of here, I want everyone to make one big prediction for 2024. And Adam, you can't mention Jade Cargill for yours. That's the only prediction that matters, though. <laughs> then you're gonna have to come back to me because that's yeah. You can have one prediction. Jade Cargill and one non Jade Cargill for yours. <laughs> Jade Jade is winning a title this year in okay. WWE. Okay, uh, Morin, your big prediction. Oh, this is way to way to let us be prepared. Yep. I appreciate that. I have to always have something to keep you on your toes. Honestly, let's go with Gunther loses the title to somebody who's currently in NXT. Okay, I like it. Dragonov, is that what you is that your way of saying Dragon? Uh is that I said is that your way of saying he's gonna lose it to Dragonov? Let's say so it's somebody in NXT. Certainly currently in, I could be Dragonov. It very well could be. Uh Senator Maxine Dupree and Ivy Nile are winning the women's tag team titles at WrestleMania. Okay, like it. Uh, Brett? Got a couple, um, but I think... You got a couple, roll them off. Well, I was going to say, I think think Damian Priest cashes in Money in the Bank uh, on Seth Rollins after he beats Punk, or he'll cash in on one of them once they win. Um, but my other one is 2024 Money in the Bank winner is going to be Tiffany Stratton. Um, my twos that I have, uh, Sasha Banks returns and saves Bailey at the Rumble and helps Bailey win the Royal Rumble. And at Mania, The Rock and Cena will team against Austin Theory and Waller. I I thought that too. 
because I I just That's think some way they're going to be involved. And I would I'm my other I think Solo is versus Randy Orton. Or you know and, what it could be instead of sorry I was going to say instead of Rock and Cena it could be Rock and Pat McAfee. There you go. And if I if I wish I knew his contract, I would say Nakamura returns to New Japan because of the Tanahashi news. But I don't know his contract. But if I knew Nakamura was a free agent this year because of the Tanahashi news, I would say Nakamura will return to Japan because of his relationship with Tanahashi. I'm going to put one ridiculous one out there to end off for me. I'm out after this. But um, Forbidden Door 2024, you will see the greatest match of all time. That is Morden's worst wrestler of the year versus what possibly could have been all of our worst wrestlers of the year. And that is almost. Oh, let's go, baby. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> the true. Oh, I'm ready. The true, I want it. The true forbidden door. That is the true forbidden door. Oh. I kind of want it now. Uh huh. Adam, do you have a, a non jade one? Um, I got two. I got two. Um, I think and I hope that we're going to have uh, Dom and Logan Paul at Mania for the U.S. I title. Love, and I think, I think it, it's going to be LA Knight. And I think it steals the show. Um, and then uh, December 31st, 2024, Roman Reigns will still be the oh, Universal oh Champion. That was my final question. I was going to ask everybody. Never bet against Roman Reigns. Brett, do you think Roman will be the champion for the review show next year? No, I don't. Senator? I don't. Morton? This is tough, because if Cody does get that shot at Mania, I think they have to finish the story. But I no longer think he's getting the shot I did three months ago. So I think he'll still be champion. I don't, but I don't know if it will be Cody. I wonder if it would be Solo. No. No. Well, there's another money in the bank, right? So there could be another money in the bank cash-in at the end of the year. Because that stupid Hogan thing is something they may want to do, of him passing Hogan. Hmm. So... There's, there's that. Yeah, there's never bet else? against Roman. Never bet against Roman. And, and then the, the, the thing is, like, well, he's passed Did we Hogan. Did this he last well year? Pass... Yeah, we talked about it last year with 1,000. We did the same thing. He's like, he's passed 1,000. They don't get to Hogan. And then once they get to Hogan, they're going to be like, well, he's passed Hogan. He might as well pass Bruno now. Like, why not? Yeah. Yeah. But what did we say? Did we all not? say he would have the title uh, or no? We all said yes, except for Joel. So that's why Joel's not on the show anymore. He got fired. <laughs> <laughs> um anyone anyone else have any quick predictions before we get out of here no this was a long enough show but yep. a good enough show so uh yeah. let's wrap right. it up thanks everyone for tuning in uh your wrestling podcast will be back regular in probably the next two weeks because we still have other review shows coming here thank you to brett adam the senator and morton joshua adam william marvin out here until next time folks cheers and enjoy the match Thank you for listening to the Fresh Tape Network. Follow us on social media platforms at Fresh Tape 42.